Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roast Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got a great show. We got a special show. I'm doing twice a week today this week because uh, you guys are complaining. We're doing enough shows, man. Well, now I got a great show. We got two UFC fighters in the house. Uh, Vince Pichel coming off a huge oh, knockout, shit. one round knockout. Got it done quickly against what was that guy's name again? The guy you knocked out? Oh shit, uh, Damian Brown. Da- oh shit, <laughs> Fuck, you, I almost forgot. You don't even forget it. Yet. That's a, my kind of fighter. That's a nickname. Oh shit, Damian Brown. Oh, shit, Damian. And uh, <laughs> and also Terion Ware, who uh, who uh, fought in the UFC on one week notice. Uh, UFC, what was it? Two. Two fourteen, and now you got a huge fight against Sean O'Malley coming up, which we're going to talk about in a second. I can't wait for that fight. Uh, first, I want to thank our sponsors, Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everybody, and they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the U.S., and as a result, their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnerships with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. And because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient, they are reducing food waste, which is always a good thing. Well, cooking together builds strong family bonds. And research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Those who spend a lot at restaurants or high-end grocery chains can now spend under $10 per day. Me and my wife, we have Blue Apron night. Probably the only night we're not fighting is Blue Apron night. (laughs) It's affordable. It's variety. It's flexible. It's easy, and it's guaranteed. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash MMA roast. You'll love how good it feels, how good it tastes, and be able to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash MMA roast. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So here we are. It's Friday. Uh, we got a, uh, I got... I got I got two great fighters as well as Ian, uh, who Ian Harris. I didn't need to exclude you, uh, who's probably one of the best coaches slash comedians I know. A, <laughs> yeah, I'm the only coach slash comedian you know. Uh, that is very true. <laughs> well, well, That's well. Sorry, number one. Exactly. Well, Dean Thomas does comedy, oh, not, not not as much so as you do. Two. Uh, no, well, he, you're much good better. Good. You're much better at a comedy than him. Uh, That's good. But, but he's a good comic. Uh, I think he might be a better coach. I don't know. He I, he he has. It's weird to say because you take people that are like uh, amateurs and pros, but that are getting going. And, and Terion probably is your your, your your star pupil, correct? Definitely but one of one of. But he's now. part of. But he's part of a big like ATT. Yeah. And he kind of gets these like world champions come to him. Right. So it's hard to say who's a, who's a better coach. Uh, it's not, and it doesn't matter. It's not a competition <laughs> until, yeah. we, until we fight each other. Yes. It's not a, uh, so. Uh, but, uh, but Terion, let's talk about you, man, because I was at your last fight. Um, I, I thought it was, uh, I thought you did well. Yeah. Uh, you took the fight on one week notice. Yeah. Um, you fought a guy, well, who'd you fight again? Uh, Cody Stamen. Cody Stamen, who, who's basically, who's a, a great wrestler, yeah. then college wrestler. Yeah. And, and your, and your, uh, Achilles heel, let's say, if you had one, would be wrestling. Right. And now, two days before your fight, 
Ian hit me up and said, "Hey, do you have Bubba Jenkins' number? Uh, we need a, we need a wrestler." <laughs> and that's what I was like. Uh, this might not be a good th- a good sign. Uh, but I thought it was it was a good solid fight. You were winning the, the on the feet strikes. He yeah. just kept taking you down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a, he's a bigger guy. He's mostly fought most of his career at 145. Even though even though he is gonna be fighting at 35, he's a big, strong wrestler, you know, kid. Um, going into that fight, I hadn't really been able to train as much. Was dealing with some neck issues, and then um, you know going into that fight, you know, um, it's just kind of one of those things. You know, they call you, it's your it's your debut. You gotta take it. So I took it. You know, got my foot in the door. Um, went out there and did it as best I could, um, and put on a show. I'm just you know I was happy you know that. Um, matchmaker Sean Shelby after he was pleased you know with the performance and you know now I got another fight coming up so happy about that now you were in the fight the whole time I mean it was one of those things where even in the third round I'm like if Tarion catches him this fight could be over um it's just a matter and it seemed like you did hurt him at one point but he went right for the takedown yeah yeah, I mean, I thought I heard him a couple of times, you know, and, and, um, you know, the kid just, you know, would shoot for that double leg, man, and it was just, couldn't sprawl on it. Um, uh, so yeah, it was just one of those things I was just trying to get back to my feet as much as I can, and he got to the point where he didn't want to be hit anymore, so he just started just trying to hold me down. It wasn't really doing much, you know, when he, when he took me down, um, but just, you know, pretty much holding me, and I was just trying to get back to my feet. And then, um, yeah, I mean, taking on eight days notice, you know, not much energy. You know, to be able to expand, you know, a big strong guy on that on top of you and be able to get back up TV consistently. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not, I'm not bitter about it or anything like that. Uh, it's, it's what's done is done, and I'm just looking forward to get this W in December. Now I got to ask you: during your fight, there was this old black guy in the back <laughs> chanting the whole time, and he was saying, uh, "We are the banana everywhere we go. People want to know who we are." And is he a relative of yours? Or no, not do you know who that guy was? I have no idea. Because because <laughs> I started I started singing fan. with him. I, I, was, it was, <laughs> I mean, I did have some friends that were like randomly happened to be out in Vegas that I went to high school with, and like um, one of the things like with like the Romans that was our high school mascot, so people were yelling that out. I don't oh, know that listening. makes sense. That must have been someone from your high school oh, yeah. because he was singing that the whole time, <laughs> and then I started singing too, and then everyone got mad. And we got a couple people uh, along for the sing, but I thought like I thought maybe it was your dad or somebody no. or. Like, uh, okay. No, I have no idea who that was. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing too is, it's, it's funny because we always joke about this with, you know, he's only, he's never really been, people, people say a lot with the wrestling. Oh, you're wrestling. But the thing is, it wasn't even wrestling in this last fight. It was the fact that up a weight class, dude was a, a good wrestler. And normally it's like, you know, he gets up. He gets yeah. up, beats him up, gets him up, beats him up. Yeah. yeah. And eventually they, they tire out. And he finishes him or destroys him in like a third round. But in this, normally we would have, you know, ten less pounds, yeah, maybe twenty from him because he was way bigger, and we would have time to work that cardio of getting up, getting up, getting up to where it's like we don't really mind if the guy's a better wrestler. Take because he can't. No one usually can hold him down. But by the second third round, it was always my Achilles heel too. I never did wrestling because I could always get back up. Yeah, and that's the thing is like we're not going to stop a guy. You're not going to stop Bubba Jenkins. Takedown. You're not going to stop this. I mean, Cody Stamen is 15 and one. Big. You're not going to stop his takedown. But if you can get up and, and beat him up every time he comes in, eventually he's going to tire out. Yeah. But in this case, he. They both kind of tired out. And he. And normally Terry doesn't get tired. But this fight, it was like, you know, he was also in the middle of moving. No excuse me. He's in the middle of moving. Like, hey, you're fighting the UFC. It was like he's like driving a moving truck to like well, move his house. I'm like, uh, he's like when? Uh, eight days. Well, you didn't, you didn't. You didn't move very much during the fight, but. Uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> no, I thought it was. I thought it was a good like, experience for you. Um, 
But it also, I think, it, what you should take away is that you belong there. Yeah. Uh, because I thought that you were in that fight the whole time. It was just a, one of those, like, fuck, one of those wrestle fuck fights where it was like, oh, man. Yeah. You know? And I, well, what were I was, I was embarrassed, actually, if you watched the fight. <laughs> I still barely watch it on, uh, what's on, on Fight Pass or whatever. It's funny because I'm, I'm sitting there sitting with, a, with our boxing coach, Adam, and, um, and I'm talking and uh, saying something, and Terrian's like picking him up. The third round, I'm like, all right, he's starting to wear this guy down. And he stuffs one of his shots and hits him, bang, 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 and then like fakes it, hits him again. And I was just said something like, like you know, you know, back off, he's going to shoot. Because he was like, he would throw like one too many punches and the guy would get underneath it. And I'm just about, I like said that and just about to see it. Shoots in and, and double uh, it. And you just see me on the, on the thing cut away because I go, fuck, like that. I go, God damn it. And then it like cuts away. It's uh, hilarious. I'm like. Well, you're a good coach, man. You're, I, 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 I'm telling you, I was, you know, it, it happens. It, you know, you're, you're a good coach. And I, it wasn't one of those things where you come out and you get knocked out in 30 right. seconds and you're like, fuck, maybe this is not the place for me. <laughs> exactly. It's stressful as fuck, too, watching someone else fight or coaching someone else that's fighting because, like, you see what they can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of like helpless. <laughs> oh no! Shit that you see, you know what I mean? yeah. it's like coaching, coaching wrestling. I I never, but wrestling started. It was, and uh, this is a little off topic, but the first day of practice, one kid I remember a couple years ago said to me, "I'm sure he could never wrestle before," and I'm showing him moves, and he goes, "Can I do my own moves?" <laughs> and I was like, uh, "No, you got to do the moves. You got to do the moves that I tell you." And then I was curious, like, what are his moves? Yeah, so, like, maybe, should just said, "Yeah, let him go yeah. for it." <laughs> oh, I, I kind of figured that he was a little chubby. I I didn't think he knew any moves, you know. But then there was an, another kid that. Uh, I, I show show a move. <laughs> I, I spent like ten minutes showing a single leg, right? And, and I'm t- you know the whole thing, the six step single leg. I go, anybody have any questions? And this little kid goes, can we put the air conditioner on? I was like, <laughs> I was like no, that, that was that's not one of your questions. And then the, anybody else? Some kid goes, can we play a game? I go, yeah, here's the game: win wrestling matches, you fucks. Like, like, like fucking, like, what is this? Like, I had a kid in jujitsu just the other night saying like. Uh, I mean, he probably had never done anything. And he said, uh, so um, can I show you my submission that I would do for him? And I'm like, this is your second class. How would you know what... What's the, and it was, I'm sure it was like some sort of something he saw on, on wrestling. Oh, yeah. You know, but it was just funny. He goes... He goes, oh yeah, that's kind of like something I like to do. Can I show you a thing? I, I'm like, what do you mean? You you've been here two days. Uh, I don't even know how to like, you know, he's watching those Gracie videos. Right? <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> the, the worst though is the parents. We had a parent one time who was told me he was an Olympian wrestler. I googled him. He was like a meth head, and oh, and, and and he was t- convinced that he could like, you know, he was showing the kids all these. Mo- his kid was the great. You know, that's the good thing about wrestling, where like. That's better than like in you know soccer, football, basketball. Every parent thinks their kid's the best. Right. You know, my kid should start. And, and you know, it's hard in soccer because it's, we're wrestling. Like, <laughs> like no, you, you put him against another kid, and he goes, no, "Well, there it is." Yeah, that's what. It, yeah, right. I mean, there's really no arguing whether or not your kid's better than the other right. kid, unless and maybe it's a close call or something. Right. Or you know, that's my favorite. It's like when the guys come in off the street, and, the, and we always we always laugh about this. Always some guys, especially where we're at now. Just opened up a new gym, and where we were before. Hawthorne, you get a lot of like the 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 hood, the street kids are like, yeah, I got ten thousand fights, I never lost. I want to try this. How long before I can get a fight? It's always that. If I join up here, can I get a fight in like two weeks? It's always that. How long before I get a fight? And I'll always be like. Yeah, sure. Sign this waiver. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See that 110 pound girl? Yeah. Go with her. Really? It's like, oh my god. And we have we had a couple girls. No, we have one a 125er, and 
that would just uh, just beat the living shit out of these guys. And it's guys would be like, you know, like like 160 <laughs> pound dudes, you know, they just get beat up by 125 pound girl, just cracked life, and taken down and submitted, and and just looking up at you like, can you help me? And you're like, yeah. And afterward, I'm like, let's give it like three or four weeks. Right? Let's, see how, let's see how you do. Yeah. I remember my first jujitsu class. I went in there and Mac Danzig. I went up against Mac Danzig, and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, and he beat the crap. He submitted me like fifteen times in five minutes, and I was like, basically crying to myself, like "fuck." And he's like, "Dude, if it was a high school wrestling match, you would have won." And and I was like, that was actually made me feel better, actually. But then I, then another kid I go up against, he puts a triangle on me, but I had never did jujitsu before, so I I didn't know that you couldn't rampage slam, right? So I just picked him off above his head and just went boom, and the coach was like, "No." You, you're not allowed to do that. I go, what I saw it on TV. The guys, they're like, they're like, this is jujitsu, you animal. I didn't know you couldn't do that. I, I, didn't, I didn't know you. Couldn't I took the kid out unconscious in, in, at um, my old gym. Guy came in and he was freaky. He was freaky athletic, and he and he had never done anything, or so he said. But he seemed like he was kind of understood some shit, right? But he would get, you know, he didn't know much, obviously. Yeah. So he was like, kind of spazzing out, and some. I think it was a girl even caught him in like an arm bar or something. And he like picked her up and like slammed her on the mat. And I was like, dude, you can't oh, slam people. He's like, what, what? What are you doing? And I'm like, I thought you said you'd train a little bit. I wouldn't have let you roll if you didn't. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. And then, so I'm like, oh, I'll go with this guy. So I got him in a triangle and he picked me up and rampage slammed me. Yeah. And same thing, like he picked me up, but I, but he went to pick me up and I just held his head and, when he, and he slammed me down. And I said, man, I told you not to slam any, anymore. He's like, what? Oh, oh, oh. I go, don't. Don't fucking do that again. So, we, so I let go. He started rolling. I caught him on a trial again. He picked me up to slam me, and I hooked his leg, and I pulled him, and he went to slam me down, and I just and he started tapping, and I'm like, I just held on. Oh, I held that's on, I put him to sleep. <laughs> I woke up, he woke up, and I go, that's three fucking times you slammed somebody once as a girl. Don't fucking ever slam anybody again. Yeah, what an, what an asshole. Yeah. That's insane. Oh but what if he doesn't remember what you did? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what just happened? <laughs> Shit, I should have. Did I win? Yeah, exactly. Did I hit my head when I slammed you? Yeah. <laughs> there was a kid at Legends, uh, this black kid that like uh, we, we were going up against each other and like kickboxing. It was like, you know, light. Very light sparring, kicking, and then he kicked me in the fucking head. Like, like I, I saw, like you know, like you see, like the the little the stars. The stars. And I was like, mother, and I was about to shoot a double in kickboxing class, just fight him. Right. But, but, but like the teacher separated us because he just saw that I was like, all right, we're in a fight. Right. Like, so like, fucking like, eyes crossed. I was like, this guy needs help. Yeah, like, like, like fuck this. But, have you ever got any gym wars, Vince? Yeah, I have. It happens. Almost every time I go to another gym, honestly. Like, I get in a battle with some fucker that, like, hits me, and then I'm like, I try to just take it, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, and then it keeps coming, so I'm like, fuck it, you know? And then I, I step it up, and he steps it up, and then... Did it happen in Australia before your fight? No. Oh, okay. I'm not there. Everyone's actually really cool out there. It was kind of yeah. weird. Nice. Um, that's happened to me. Uh, Ever happened at Alliance? Alliance, yeah. I've gone to battles at Alliance. With, 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 with who? You, you and Paul Bradley? <laughs> I've, I've gotten some battles with Paul Bradley, uh, like Mike Chandler, Ross Pearson. Like like fight fights? Not like real fight, but like when we spar, like we're yeah. fucking each other up, you know what I mean? We're going to like take each other out. Yeah. <laughs> like all those dudes over there spar like that. It's kind of fun sometimes, but then sometimes it's like, I'm not in the mood for this. <laughs> it's okay every now and then. I, I, I think that's, that's a, I don't know, man. I, I, I've had a lot of fights and arguments with people about, about that. These, some people just go way too fucking hard all the time in sparring. I'm like, it's not good for longevity. It's not good for, and it, and it really doesn't. If you can't control yourself in in the in your own gym, how are you going to control yourself in the fight? Like, yeah. and, and, and that's what it comes down to. Is like if you can't control yourself to where it's like 
you know, and there's some guys that just they always elevate it a little bit. But there's there's a couple of those guys you you every single time they get hit what they perceive as a little bit hard, and it's it's zero to a hundred. It's like, dude, yeah. you they, can't control your emotions at all. Yeah. But on the other hand of that, there's guys that like really don't mean to hit you hard, but they just got fucking bricks in their hands. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like you? Okay. Yeah. Like, to me, but like, I, like, I honestly don't feel like I hit people hard, but I know I do when I hit people, so I try not to like purposely hit hard, but. Right. Like a lot of times, my coaches will put me with bigger guys because of that. So then like, I just say, fuck it, I'm not gonna like hit this guy light. I'm gonna fucking wait on this dude because he's bigger than me, and then I end up getting, like, most of the time I get in wars with bigger dudes. Right. Yeah. Fucking prove something to this fucker because now coach put me against this guy. I hate. I, well, I, I used to hate in jiu-jitsu when they put me with a guy with like two fifty, right. and he's doing all strength moves, and I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> like uh, you've been choked out by a fucking belly. I, I'm, yeah, I'm just like, come on, really, dude? Like defense at that point. Your last in his belly button and shit. So I'm thinking about going back to jujitsu, and you own now. You opened up your own gym. Yeah, a month ago. Where? Uh, Washington and La Brea in Los Angeles. So on Washington Boulevard between La Brea and Crenshaw. Now, how hard? Now, is is this te- a tearing go to your gym? Yeah. yeah. Now, all, how all my team came? Everybody from my other gym came. Now, how hard was it to open up your own gym? Um, well, we'll see how it la- if it lasts. But um, <laughs> well, the funny thing is that I had no intention of opening up a gym. Like I talked about it for a year or so, but you know, for like the last fifteen years, I've operated out of other people's gyms and have been like a minority partner, or um, you know, or I had the fight team, which was my fight team, but. But I was kind of renting space out of their gym. And it's cool. Like, it works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't work. And uh, so I always talked about, oh, one of these days I should open up a gym. But, you know, comedy and all this other shit, I don't know. I'm like, I don't really have time for that. And I'm driving by this place right by my house, like blocks from my house. And I see this for lease sign and doors open. So I'm like, I'll pull over. So I jump out. And it's like in an area that used to be kind of shitty, but it's coming up. So I'm like, maybe it's cheap. You know, I walk in. Perfect setup for, I mean, a small gym. It's not huge. It's only like 1,500 square feet, but it's 1,700 square feet, but it's, you know, perfect setup. I'm like, wow, this is a really nice setup. The guy, I start talking to the guy, he's like trying to rent it. He's like, I have a hard time renting it because it's kind of in the hood and it's it's on the side of a couple of weird businesses and it used to be a dispensary and it's like, and he's like, I have a hard time renting this place. And he gave me this like crazy deal on rent. I was like, are you sure? He said, yeah. So I like thought about it and called a couple of friends and I said, do you guys want to put in a little bit of money? And they're like, yeah. And then I gave them money like within a couple of days and 20 days later we opened up. So you put a wrestling yeah, mats cool. in? Put wrestling mats in? Yeah, yeah. It's only wrestling mats. Now, where did you get the wrestling mats? No, no, we, we, we just used uh, regular jiu-jitsu mats, zebra mats. Okay, so you went there. You got zebra mats. And you, you put in uh, heavy bags? A few heavy bags. Um, just padded the walls on both sides and then cage wall on one side. We didn't. It's not big enough for like a full cage or anything yet. But, but if, if one of the places move out... We can expand into it down the road. But well, if you got the wall, you don't really need a cage. Yeah, and it's and it's wall on both sides because yeah. you can come in the front or the back, so that you have to walk across the mat. So it's it's padded walls on both sides, and then the third wall is cage wall, and then the other side is is heavy bags, and then in the back we have we have like a little um, Olympic weights, treadmill, just kettlebell, some basic conditioning stuff, and then in the front we have a. Just the you know the reception area, and I, I built a char a charging station for like everyone, everyone every kind of phone you can have. So you, you always want their phone. So I'm like, yeah. you got every just plug in your phone when you come in. Is there a shower there? Or no? Not a shower yet, but we do have space for a shower. I'm going to add one eventually. No, everyone says that's like super huge for me for like shower. Days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've got the space like for it, but we got to open up the... I don't even like to sit in my car all fucking nasty after I train you, I mean. I bring those fucking, uh, those large camping wipes. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, Spurred bath real quick. Right. <laughs> by, by the way, by the way, when you were buzzing in, the reason I didn't buzz you in, because my, my, my wife got it to her phone. People buzzing in. That's why I didn't hear you at the door. At oh, sorry, buzz me in then. What's your no, problem? No, but then, <laughs> when you hear something crazy, though, but we'll go back to your gym. I was in China at a club. 
and somebody was ringing my door here <laughs> and, it, and it went to me in China and I pressed nine and buzzed them in and I'm like how good is fucking technology where I'm in fucking China right because I was there I answered the phone I hear UPS and I'm like what the fuck I'm like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's pretty fucking cool but anyway back He's to like, you where are you you're cool. like I'm in China making that shit that I just sent there that's hilarious <laughs> uh, but back to you uh, and, and your gym so everyone says that when you open up a gym you make money on not the MMA fighters but the regular people that go right, there right. and now is it hard getting the regular people to show up yeah that's well we're working on it we're we've only been like i said we've been there six weeks um and not even six weeks and we've got about 15 or 20 people we need probably like 30 or 40 to kind of pay the bills um yeah the the fighters you know even if they did i, I don't really want to charge much or whatever because to me it's there's a lot of other aspects a lot of other good things having fighters and half half of them have money and half of them are like you know, like we we have a guy that works part time at night at a laundromat. I mean, it's like no. Terion's an Uber driver. He actually yeah, exactly. he's, he's taking yeah. he's taking a shift yeah. off right now. An electrician. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's he's legitimately an electrician oh, in the yeah. UFC. I'm a union electrician. Nice. He's, he's ranked top thirty in the world in his weight class, and he's and he's a union electrician. <laughs> he he actually works at the at the show. But during his fights I rigged the lights before we go yeah, exactly <laughs> one of his fights there was a blackout he's like hold on one sec and actually went <laughs> he actually left the octagon uh, now now how now what what do you offer in your gym because I, I want to go to a gym uh, uh, well basically we have um, we have jiu-jitsu we have gi or uh, no gi both okay um, striking our striking is boxing and kickboxing because we don't have enough space to do at my old gym, we had two rooms, so you could do kickboxing here, boxing here, jiu-jitsu here. So we have to go classes back to back. So we just our striking classes is is boxing and kickboxing, and we do it every night. So some nights, some nights we may gear more toward cardio, depending on who shows up. Other nights it's straight technique. Other nights it's it's some light sparring, and depending on who. What do you have at noon? Because I I have I have really no we don't we well, I'm, I'm actually going to add noon classes, but I don't have anything yet. Because I, I, I do comedy at night, I can't go to these like seven thirty classes. So yeah. noon is when I can go. No, I'm actually actually going to add. Um, we're going to add new, noon classes and. And a weird one is a four o'clock. I get a lot of people who get who have these weird shifts where they work from seven to three. And they're like, "Do anything from four because I don't want to wait till six. Yeah, so my shift is normally is like seven yeah. to three, or I'll, I'll either work early morning or work like at night. That's yeah, I'm getting shift. that. So I'm going to do a noon and, and a four. But right now we don't have enough people to even fill the regular the other classes. So I'm just going to add them as people want them. You know, you got to be you got to be like a Coke dealer where you, yeah. you, you get, like you give out like free a friendly one. No, yeah. you, you like give out free Coke. Yeah. You get people addicted and then you charge them. So you got to give That's like we, you got to go like your first week free. And then people come, and then you go, all right, now you have to charge them. That's, yeah, how that's what we've been doing. We've been giving everybody Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they show up. Put it, like, choke them out. Just put a little bit in there. Yeah, exactly. But, but, I'm, I'm, but I'm right, though. Aren't, aren't, aren't I right, though? Back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it, right. for sure. You, you, now, all right, cool. Now, all right, so, all right, so I'll, I'll come to your gym. Who do you have? Yeah. You, you have wrestling classes or no? We're actually doing starting new wrestling classes, but it's at night, but we're not, nothing in the daytime. But we do have wrestling. Who do you have now? coaching wrestling? Well, right now we Adam Hunter's coaching. No, no, who, okay. <laughs> no, uh, no, what we do just for the for the team after jujitsu Tuesdays and Thursdays. One of our uh, fighters um, was a wrestler, Ali Nazari, and then also um, do you know you know Nathan um, Nathan Adams? Yeah, yeah, Nathan's coaching. Yeah. Uh, he he comes in he comes in at night on Tuesdays usually and teaches. Oh wow, yeah. I like Nathan. Yeah, he's been gone for like two months though, doing a so he's gonna come back. But he was doing it at our old gym, and um, this one's actually close. And you're teaching grappling. Yeah, just, and you're a black belt. I'm a four stripe brown belt for many years. Four? No. Well, when are you getting your black belt? I don't. The thing is, when you own your gym, you don't have anybody to train under. So uh, my, the guy, what about Tarion? Give him the black who, who belt. Who gave you your brown belt? Black belt? <laughs> well, um, long story. But one of my my the last person I trained with was actually 
I train part time for MMA, and he trained me in jujitsu. Was Pedro Munoz? Oh wow! But Pedro moved to Florida. He's at ATT uh. now. So he was gonna give me. He gave, verbally gave me my black belt a long time ago. But the thing is that he's he's not stupid. <laughs> IBJJF. You have to have your dues paid, and you have to be. You have to pay your dues and to be oh, current. Oh yeah, ATT's got rules. ATT's got <clears throat> well, this rules is the, the, the IBJJ. The IBJJF right? has rules. The Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Foundation. So you have to be a second or second degree black belt to give a black belt. So he's like a third degree black belt, but because he hasn't paid his his oh, dues, come on, he's still a first degree. That is black so belt. fucking dumb. So they control Jiu Jitsu. There's like a Jiu Jitsu like well, Nazi well yeah. So that. the thing is, he could he could give me, which he's already said, yeah, you're a black belt. But he, but if I want to like. Register as a black belt under the IBJJF to have See, no other, that's why people and stuff like that. It has to be under a second or third yeah. degree black like, belt, and he's like if, legally not that. Yeah, a lot of times, if you sign up for a fucking tournament, like if you're not affiliated, like if you don't like to have an affiliation with like like someone that's deemed they don't, uh, like they black don't, belt, they won't let you compete. That's so. That's like saying you're an NCAA champion, but because you didn't buy our wrestling shoes, yeah. you, you, it doesn't count. It's like yeah, I not feel so bad for not doing jits tournaments. <laughs> but, but that's it. Like, I like, never like, do like if he want, if he wants to. Compete as a purple belt, he has to be ranked under a black coach, belt, IBJJF coach. Coaches and IBJJF coach in order to sign off on the committee to go do it. That is so dumb. Otherwise, what? You're competing with all the white belts? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Which, that, which makes less sense. Yeah. Like, so you're going to put some purple belt with a white belt because yeah. he's not ready. So, yeah, so that's, um, so I was actually going to go out to Florida and get my black belt from Pedro. And he's like, he goes, he goes I call IBJJF. He goes, I haven't. I haven't done anything to get my ranking. I haven't paid them the thing, so it's going to cost him like, you know, eight a thousand dollars or something like that to get it all up. And he's like, he's like, he's like can't really do it right God now. God so, damn! So I got to find. So then the thing is, like, I could just start like, no, training no. somewhere else. But it's like I'm not just going to show up at Cobrinos and be like, hey, give me my black belt. But it doesn't work that way. I'm like, now I got to train with him for a year or two. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm, I'm pushing fifty. I like, I, I can't be. Are you only pushing fifty? I'm forty six. Wow, you look good for that oh, for forty six. I know you're that old. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right? no, you're a good dude, man. I, I, I do got to talk to you about a lot of things because you've been married for forty five years, and yes. uh, actually, it's my anniversary. <laughs> uh, Twenty seven years. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, now, my wife, uh, you know, my marriage is going well. I mean, I, I, I love my wife more than anything. Oh, but here we go. Here we go. My, my marriage is going well <laughs> after two and a half days. No, well, no, it's, <laughs> well, it's funny because it's been three months, and people sometimes people like they you don't factor in how hard the first couple months are people because right. people i think a lot of women they assume we're going to get married and all of a sudden it's gonna be butterflies and fucking <laughs> yeah. and, and pony shows yeah, and, exactly. and and sun and and, and all this yeah, they watch so many fucking disney movies right? yeah exactly. that's exactly what happens right <laughs> <laughs> seriously they should they should watch the lion king where the father dies at the fucking end <laughs> it says happily ever after yeah <laughs> no like, it's exactly what happens so the thing is no disney movies are not married to comedians because because uh, <laughs> i'm on the fucking Road, you know, Beauty and the Beast. What and, are you talking about? And <laughs> I, she was supposed to come to China with me. Yeah, that's true. And she was supposed to come to China with me, and I told her like. Uh, so she couldn't. She had a new job. She couldn't go to China. I'm like, listen, September is going to be really hard. I'm gone for three out of the four weeks. Oh, don't worry, no problem. You know, uh, blah blah. And then like a week into it, when are you coming home? Like, <laughs> I didn't sign up for this shit. Like, 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 I'm fucking taking care of your fucking pets right now and they're shitting everywhere and Miles pees and I, I'm like, holy, I told you it was going to be hard and, and all of a sudden she's like, we're supposed to be making memories right now. I'm like, yeah, here's a memory of me paying the fucking rent last month. You know, like, 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 like fuck. So, I mean, this, it's been hard. It's been hard as far as like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like get more gigs in town Right. but also like, 
my wife doesn't realize that like just because I do the road doesn't mean like my job is over when I get back into town. Right. And, and in fact, it's actually more important in town because that's where you can get discovered at right. the Laugh Factory. But the you improv- don't make money doing it in town, and that that therefore it's not a job. There, that's the, <laughs> there, that's yes. the thing. Is that like okay? Yeah, that's what my wife. That's what my wife used to always say about about the fighting stuff. She's like, you don't really make any money doing it, so it's your hobby. I'm like. Yeah, yes, yes, it's my hobby, yes. But it is also also something that is I there is some money there and it's the future because if you get enough people into the bigger shows, then you know, you never know if you've got the next Conor McGregor that you're going to be making yeah. 7 million dollars uh, on his, uh, his commission on his fight or whatever. I'm like, so you never know and it's like it's a hobby. It's so <laughs> that's the thing. That's the whole. It's so hard because. Uh, hey, by the way, make sure that the car's not falling. The thing it's, it's it's going right. No, on, okay. Is, is that women don't sometimes or people don't realize that like potential. They don't. They don't see the potential. They just see what's coming in. Right. You know. Um, Still got nine hours on thing. It says. Oh, good. And and also a lot of times like like. Sometimes people don't realize just because you're having fun doing something doesn't mean it's right. not a job. Uh, because oh, yes. tell me about it. Yes. <laughs> tell me about it. My wife's the same way. It's like she's just like you just assume just because I like going to the gym that like I'm just going and having a good time. Like yeah, I'm having a good time, but I still have to fucking work for it. <laughs> right. And what about and that's the thing with comedy? She thinks because I'm going at the comedy club and I'm I'm laughing and having fun and telling right. jokes and people are that it's like oh this is just fun time. Right. Y- yeah, yeah, but what about all the fucking countless hours that I had to do to get to this point. Right. right. And well, the writing like, and, and what about the shitty gigs? And, and what about standing the on the fucking street corners and yeah. to China. And the days in, you just get your fucking ass beat and you're right. fucking tired. You don't want to go in the first fucking place. Sleeping right. in my fucking car on the side of the fucking road. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, getting to Albuquerque while, while, while at a fucking truck stop where I'm going to get fucking raped. You know, like, what about fucking... Watch out for them lot lizards. <laughs> I mean, that's... So that's what we're kind of kind of dealing with right now where uh, it's getting better and, and I... I I have to give her. I don't have to have. We we have to have date night one night a week. That's right. yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. That's yeah. that's smart like, though. In the beginning, it's gonna it's gonna be like that, and she'll start to get used to it, and then see, and then as you progress and advance, and she'll start to see. But like yeah, like on your on the days where you don't have to, it has to be a, you have to, yeah, yeah, make it about her. And date night can't start. I realized at nine thirty because right. like because I I was like oh I got home last night from a gig. Let's have right. date night. I'm fucking ready to go to bed. I'm like where were you at, at eight? But but why? Because because right. I'm a fucking adult. I don't have to. <laughs> Go to fucking sleep at ten o'clock. Well, I have to work in the morning. I'm, you, you know what a- I did, and I shouldn't probably even say this, but my, with uh, one of my exes, I actually took her out a lot. Like not right at first, like we we went here and there, whatever. But then like when we like started getting serious, I took her out a lot to the point where she got fucking sick of going out. <laughs> and then she's like, "Can we? Just, yeah." And can then you just can go just, fight or something? I, I also <laughs> trained her. I trained her to just want to stay home and fucking chill most of the time. Right. Really? Yeah. My, my my friend Derek told me he's like, "Listen, here's what you want to do." Don't do anything for your wife ever. That, <laughs> that way, when you finally do something, it'll be a huge deal. Uh, <laughs> I've done that too, but that's a date night at the dime bar. <laughs> well, she comes to comedy show. <laughs> also, like, I got free tickets. <laughs> but I, I think both of us, I think also when I'm not there, like both of us have like, it just becomes a lot worse. Mm. Than, oh, you're never going to be home. And, you right. know, it's, it's very, and then like, and then she thought I was, she found, I was in Montana, right? Right. And there was a, uh, they gave me like a, a note when I got to the hotel. The hotel was so old school that it had an actual key. That's right. how fucking, not <laughs> yeah. even a hotel yeah. key. And it said, enjoy your northern stay, smiley face. They left a note saying, so I, I don't know, that, that paper saying got somehow in one of my pockets. And she goes, who the fuck is enjoy your northern stay, <laughs> smiley face? 
smiley face. I'm like, I don't know, the, the best Western? Fucking, like, like, who's this? It's not a girl? I'm like, no, it's a fucking hotel. I, I don't know, maybe the maid fucking wrote that? Or, like, so it's just, I'm like, come on. Like, it's just, uh, I'm not, I'm not cheating on you. I'm, I'm not cheating on you. But then, then I forgot, like, cause I was in, uh, I was, where was it? In South Carolina, and the guy was like, hey, uh, you know, you're really funny. Let's give you a date for next year. And you know, as a comic, when, when you get a date before you actually leave the club, right. it means you did a good job. Right. Because normally, no matter how fucking good you were, you still, if, if you're at, Call me a level. Know. It's you still have to call them and then hey, call me back next week or next Friday or they're dealing with fucking getting Rob Schneider or whoever the fuck. <laughs> and then slowly, how, no matter how funny you were, they forget how funny you were until right. you're there again. They've even told me bookers were like, oh, I forgot how fucking funny you were. I'm like, but so you get a date before that. So the date they gave me was our one year anniversary, which I forgot. I for, I didn't realize it was going to be the one year because it was like. They gave you like, okay. Oh, so you're the asshole this time. June 20th. <laughs> so she's like, well, what are we doing on our anniversary? So I'm like, I don't know. I didn't think we'd make it that far. Ha ha. And she's, oh, like, <laughs> she's like, you better cancel this fucking one. Now I got to go cancel the fucking South Carolina. You're like, I booked this. In beautiful South Carolina. That's what I said. I go come with me to Hilton, uh, to Myrtle Beach. Well, how old? And then I get yeah, there's lots, of, there's lots of good stuff out there you can take your dude. Right. I know, but I, but I just, they put me up at a comedy condo there. So then oh, right yeah. away I got to upgrade to a hotel. So then that's going to be a, at least a thousand for the fucking week in yeah, Myrtle Beach. You know what the is, but if, you, if, if, if you're working there, then it cancels each other out. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah. So anyway, I'm, so I am learning how to, uh, to be a better husband and I have to be more present. Like I, we're already, I'm like, when we hang out, the phone's not there. I have to put the phone away. And, but then also, like, fights. She doesn't realize that watching fighting is part of my job. Right. But because I enjoy it, yes. like, that, it's like, you have to do shit that you don't enjoy for her to consider it work. Right. Well, the good thing, it's funny, but the funny thing is for me is, like, my wife enjoys the fights, but she fucking hates comedy. She doesn't like comedians. She doesn't think anybody's funny. She's worse than me as far as to not think anybody's funny. She doesn't think anybody's funny. She and she, so she never goes. You know, maybe when we first started, she went a little bit, but um, but now it's like it doesn't even it doesn't matter who it is. They'd be like, hey, I'm I'm yeah, I'm working with the Chris Rock and you know George Carl, whoever anybody. It'd be like tomorrow. She'd be like, oh okay, have fun. Like you don't want to you want to go do your thing. Yeah. Like she just doesn't give two shits about comedy, especially after. But see, the other thing is, she and I got together. Before I started doing comedy, so she, she there was a learning curve through all this. Oh, that's got to be even harder. But the thing is, she's kind of she's over the time, and this is what it comes it's down your to. Your fault. She hates it. Yeah, exactly. When Remember she saw me do it, she's, she's like, "Do they all suck as bad as you?" When I, was going, when I was getting big, yeah, when I was growing. Oh, it's like, yeah, if they're all as bad as you, then fuck. I don't want to go see comedy. Dude, my wife, it's hard because my wife, like, we were in bed the other day. She's like, "Tell me a story." I'm like, okay, once there was this comic uh, who did The Road who had a wife. All right, shut up. You know, like, 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 like right away. Story. That's the end of that story. But there are three little comics. This gig's not doesn't pay enough. This gig pays too much, but there's whores in there. This gig is just right. But my wife, like, she, she likes my comedy, but she loves kid jokes. Like, she likes clean comedy. Right. So, like, some, like I know it. Like, so sometimes I'll be like. Well, you're the perfect comic for her. Oh, yeah. God. Right. Well, the other night. I was like, I was like, what Mr. kind of? Drugged her good. <laughs> I was like, what kind of cat says uh, says uh, who? And she's like, what? I'm like, a meow. Like, like, that, like she laughed at that. Like that, that that's what she'll laugh at. Like, but then she won't laugh at like fucking some political joke. Well, you're gonna, what you're going to see in like three years? 
Adam's going to be on stage like a, a pink a pink sh- uh, polo shirt with like a sweater vest going, what kind of cats? <laughs> it's going to be his new thing. Like, what happened to Adam? I'm married, dude. Oh, I'm muted know. and shield his hair combed over. Exactly. Oh, oh, fucking hand puppets. Oh, oh, dude, seriously. Like, oh, my God. It's, Adam Dunham? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Adam Dunham. <laughs> but, but yeah, but it is going well. We're just, we're just learning shit. Like, you know, we, we are fighting something a little bit, but again, that's normal, right? Yeah. First couple months of marriage. Is that how your marriage was? Yeah. No, they, they fight worse than anybody. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's funny, though. Like, we're like, you guys are good we fighters. Fight, yeah, we fight, like, to see who could piss each other off the most. <laughs> And then, like, we just chalk it up. Okay, she won today, or I won today. And then it's <laughs> That's well, pretty healthy fighting. Yeah. That should be funny, like, to have, like, your MMA record and then fights with your women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His my, real record, his real fight record. My MMA record is definitely better than my, my fighting record against my wife. She's like, she's like, uh, 85% win percentage on her side. Yeah, you can't win. I thought I realized also, some, some of them, like, people are giving me marriage advice. Right. So, like, listen. It doesn't matter anymore if you're happy. It's all about whether <laughs> she's happy. You know, though, I, I, I yeah, even if you win, you still lose. I disagree with all that though because with with me, and my wife, we people always like who stay with like my sister will come to stay. She says, "Damn, you guys argue and fight a lot," and we're like, "We do." But we 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 talk. We've been doing it so long that we kind of have this little thing where we we have decided we don't let each other off or out of the room until it's resolved. Period. There's none of this like. Um, well, fuck it. You think you do your thing, and I do my thing, and then it's going to come up again in six months. Yeah, it's like no, 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 no. You agreed that this was bullshit, and that and that if I did this, that you would admit that. Yes, I did. And you agreed that if you did this, but whatever. Uh, so we, but so we kind of rehash those things now. If it pops up, I'm like you're doing that thing again, it should be like only because you're doing that thing again. Uh, oh, no, I'm only doing that. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. but then we, by the time we're done, it's like. All right, you're right. I did that thing, and, and sorry about that, but you did that thing. Okay, cool. Good. We're good. Let's oh, you're lucky, because my wife keeps yeah. a fucking record. Like, that fucking Tipper Tash shit. Fucking, <laughs> like, fucking, like, like last year, I missed her shit. birthday, because I, I had a show at the, I showed at the improv on my birthday, and I was on crutches, because I just had ACL surgery four days before, and she wanted me to leave. I was headlining. She wanted me to leave everybody, and then go to a party, uh, uh, go to a party with her friends. I'm like, no, everyone came to see me. I'm on fucking crutches. Not to mention two porn stars were after my show were like, "How big is your dick?" And like, like which never fucking happens. Like, we think you have a big I dick. Cast that too. They're like, we think you. They're like, we think you have a big dick. I'm like, uh, can you show us? I'm like, no, I have a, I have a. But never. Of course, when you get married, women right. are come up to you and go, "How big is your dick?" You know. But but so so all this fucking stuff happens. But she keeps bringing it up, and you miss my birthday. Like that's always some like a go to. I, I fucking wish I was able to get that off the record. Right. Uh, but what, no, you ha- you have to though because otherwise it's just gonna keep yeah. coming up over uh, and over. It's a no, no forgive, no forget kind of situation. <laughs> no, but the thing yeah. that was hard. It's hard though because a lot of women, and this is bad with the comedy thing, is that they're insecure, and so anything is you're doing this, you're doing that. You said this, you meant that. Um, so if you don't, they talk if, themselves it, too much. Yeah, and, and you need to say what what did you mean by this. What here's what I meant by this, you know, and and that was the first rule uh, that I said with my wife. So I was like, look, for the most part, guys, not always, but mostly guys, say exactly what yeah. the fuck they mean. I mean, not to sound like a bad '80s yeah, comedy yeah, yeah, premise, yeah. and women usually say stuff and they want it interpreted. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if a guy yeah. says, if a guy says, hey, 
where'd you get those pants? He means, at which store did you acquire those fucking jeans? A woman means, when a woman says, where do you get those pants? She meant, she either means, they look good on you or fuck your fat. That's right. what So when you say to a woman, where'd you get those pants? Her response is, go fuck yourself. Uh, no, this is true. Cause and my wife says, I got him a target. Woman's like, so go true. fuck yourself. Cause my wife's like, cause my wife says to me, she's like, you're so bad at picking up cl- uh, clues. I'm like, yeah, cause you're not just fucking, I don't, I'm not playing, trying to play clue right now. I'm just, yeah. I'm not fucking Sherlock Holmes. It's not dictionary. Just fucking tell me, tell me, tell me exactly what you yeah no it's one thousand percent i'm i'm learning this though also i'm the first guy she's ever lived with right. but we but we, we we tried playing we went on the vacation and we tried playing truth including or her dad which is another problem. <laughs> she's never never had a dad that's that's, that's true is it really yeah 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 um, <laughs> but we and i never had a uh, my, my biological mom was was uh, i never she she lives in canada and her dad lives in oh. canada uh but we were we were uh went on a vacation at temecula and we're like it's a romantic and i'm like hey they're really brother and so, sister <laughs> so i was like i was like Netflix hey let's original let's play truth or dare right which was like or she wanted to play it so of course it was like that's how many girls have you play. slept with and that's i was a, like a, i was like uh less than 500 so then that was <laughs> less than 500 <laughs> and then i was like have you ever done anal and then the question then the fucking and game was like less than 500 yeah then the game <laughs> Yeah, the game was over. And that, 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 that was like the first question and the last question was like, "How many girls and have you done anal?" And then that was the end of the fucking game. That was that was the end of the fucking game. Anyway, so speaking of jujitsu, the uh, Abu Dhabi's this weekend. So uh, this is great. A lot of great fights this weekend. We'll talk about Abu Dhabi, which I didn't. Is that going to be streamed or something? Is it going to be like it's on like Flow Combat? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So it's uh, I don't know. A lot of these guys. So tell me, uh, Andre Galvao. Yeah. Uh, here's a, he's he's going up against Claudio Colassens. Have you heard of him? I don't, I don't know who that is. I don't know who Claudio is. No. Chael Sonnen <laughs> is taking on Leo Vieira. Oh, which is which is hilarious because that's like five weight classes difference. But Leo's gonna smoke him. Chael's bigger than Leo. <laughs> yeah, Leo's like smaller than me. But Leo's gonna beat him. You think? Oh yeah, Leo Vieira's ridiculous. <laughs> is he ridiculous? <laughs> Uh, Henzo Gracie is taking on San- Sane Kakuta. <laughs> uh, you know, Sane Kakuta. Henzo Guillotine Kakuta 19 years ago in an oh, MMA wow. match. Uh, and then, revenge. then right. in 66 kilograms, which is, how much is that? 146 pounds. 145 pounds. Here are the people that in it. Rubens, Charles, Justin Rader, Paulo Miajo, Augusto Mendez, yeah. AJ Argazam, Barrett Yoshida, and Oof. Gio Martinez. Who wow. is that? That's those are all Who dope. So Geo Geo's Geo's ridiculous. He he's a but he he's he's a tenth planet guy, right? Yeah. yeah he, he's really good, but I've he's got holes in his game, but he's the stuff he's good at, he's really fucking yeah. good at. Rubens Charles is Cobrina, who is maybe the best one of the best ever. Mendez, Hoffa Mendez, yeah. Ridiculous, and the, there's the Mendez brothers and the what the what are they are they called Meow brothers? Um, yeah, Meow. Um, those yeah, Joel Meow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those guys are. Those guys are legit. That, and then who? There was somebody else in there. Um, Barry Yoshida. Barry Yoshida is always a beast. So yeah. you know. So, so the, the, Man, this that's guy. A, that's a stacked. So this guy who puts it on the. Digits. This guy who puts it on the underground. Uh, his name is Doc Crippler. Uh, oh, yeah. He he has uh, Cabrina to win it. Probably he that's won probably it. He won it last night. Favorite. He's been he's been training like crazy. He's been going down to Black House. Um, and then we've had one of our guys, Vince, uh, different Vince, was going and training up at Cobrinas and, and there, he's, he's like 38 now, but he's, he's a monster. So 77 kilograms, what's that, 160? 77 is what, almost one, it's like 170. 170. So, uh, Mashner Kara, Wagner Rocha, Gary Tonin, Lucas Liebre, JT Torres, DJ Jackson, <laughs> right. and Enrico Coco. Coco? Uh, 
Uh, this guy has DJ Jackson away. DJ Jackson is good. T- J- JT or, or Gary Tonin? Yeah. That's what I would say. JT's, JT's uh, uh, pretty pretty good. But Gary Tonin's ankle locks? Yeah. He looks like... <laughs> yeah, dude. And then 88 kilograms. Uh, Marillo Santana, John Salter, Ramolo Barra, Keenan Cornelius, Gordon Ryan... Pablo Pochovic, Alexander, Zande, Ribeiro, Leandro Lowe, Dylan Dennis, Rustam, Chisiev. Zhangji. Zhangji Ribeiro is going to win. Either, either be Zhangji or maybe Keenan. Keenan's good. But, but um, the funny thing is that Zhangji hadn't competed in years. And he did the. Uh, he has more wins than anybody in history. And, if, and Zhangji went against. He went and did the Worlds last year because he wanted to go against Keenan. And then Keenan ended up losing in the first round, and then Johnji won the whole thing. Who, who's Johnji? Alexander Ribeiro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah, ninety-nine kilograms. Yuri Samos, Rafael Lovato Jr., Felipe Pena, Jao Assis, Jake Shields, Jeff oh, Monson. Jao Assis. Um, Jeff Monson. Yeah. What the hell? He's still competing. <laughs> yeah. And That's Jake crazy. Shields. And Jake Shields. Oh wow, Jake. Yeah. Wait, Jake Shields is competing at ninety-nine. Yeah. What's like the almost heavy? That's two. That's like two hundred and ten pounds yeah, or something. Two hundred twenty pounds. Super heavy. So who do you think? Well, who is this? Oh, he's a seventy-year-old. Right? So this guy he's has. Weight, this guy has. <laughs> this guy has <laughs> Felipe Peña normal. to win it. I don't know who that is, but that. I mean, Rafael wow. Lovato is good though too. Oh yeah, Rafael Lovato. Is he in the UFC? That guy? No, he's in Bellator. Bellator. He's in Bellator. And then uh, ninety-nine kilograms. Vinny Magalish, Huberto Cyborg, Abreu, Marcos Bubacheca, Almeida, Bruno Bastos, Bubacheca. Buchesha? Yeah. Over, that's who he has. Over Vinny? Yeah. And then 16 kilograms girls, Mackenzie Dern, Michelle Nicolini, Beatriz Mesquita. That's good, Mackenzie Dern. And then 60 kilograms. Oh, Michelle Nicolini is pretty damn good, too. And then, and then Gabby Garcia is in her own weight class. Like, it's just, it's just her <laughs> masturbating. I got her. Yeah, exactly. She's going to win. Have you, have you seen her? She's in, that's ridiculous. So that's, so that's, uh, the Abu, that's the Abu Dhabi. Nice. Uh, this week, it seems like I mean, it seems like fun to watch, right? I love Abu Dhabi. Yeah, my it's a uh, yeah. I, I think it's it, I think they put on a really good show. The, I have like the f- two or three of the full seasons, like every match on DVD from back, back when. Now, how long are these matches? Um, I think it's ten ten sure, the first. The first ones are ten, and then I think it goes eventually to twenty. But they mm-hmm. also do an overtime, so it's if it still is the same Abu Dhabi rules. First seven minutes are no points. So it's submission only in the first seven minutes. And then at seven minutes, they start points. Um, so they might even be like 11 or 12-minute matches. And then and then there's an overtime, like a five-minute overtime if, if no points are scored. Now, back in the day, Mark Kerr won. And he just basically went in and just rest, just pinned everybody right. <laughs> and then got the win. Can guys do that anymore or no? No, not, well, that's why they, I think that's probably why they changed the rules. Yeah, the rules have been adjusted. Yeah. So, so wrestlers can't just kind of go in there and just – do that. Yeah, but I think you could because still win on points. I mean, you could still yeah. you could still win it, get a takedown. They still hold. can, but it's a lot harder. Yeah, because guys are just going to take take a guy down, let him up, take him down, let him up, and then you have ten. Points. Well, also, jujitsu yeah. guys are learning to wrestle, and they're learning a lot more counter wrestling. Now, do you get points for takedowns in Abu Dhabi? Yeah, good because I can't like as much as I, I like the EBI. This whole starting in the butt scoop position, and well, then no, it becomes start, a leg lock they, competition. They start they start standing. It's it's only if you go into the overtime where they'll have you. They have you start. And no, but there are a lot of guys that start on their butt, though. Yeah, start on their butt. Yeah. But I think that that's. Uh, but I think in in a fight, I don't know. I just feel like takedowns should be rewarded. 
Right. I mean, am I wrong for saying well, this? EBI is a submission only anyhow. So regardless, yeah. that's why people do that because yeah. it's uh, so even if you take, although, even if you do start taking people die down, you still got to submit them. Well, yeah. a lot of people jump for submissions off takedowns too. So yeah. it's right. not like you know what I mean. See, I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm I like EBI. Mm. I also like Abu Dhabi. There's a there's another one. Um, what was the other uh, Metamorphs? Metamorphs, which Metamorse. is gone, but Metamorphs had some good stuff. I think that people think that always oh submission only is is more exciting. I, I disagree. Yeah, I think sometimes, sometimes it's yeah, more exciting, yeah. but it's like just because it's submission only doesn't mean guys are going to be risky and go for submissions. And just uh, because it's points, a point tournament means doesn't mean guys are not going for submissions. That's ridiculous. It depends it, on just, the guys. guys. Depends on the guy. Have, have, you, have you competed in tournaments? Yeah, yeah. What tournaments? Have you won any big ones? No, not any major ones. I mean, I've, I've won like NABJJF and won, um, I've won an IBJJF tournament. Did you get a trophy? Yeah, or, or a medal. Was it was it was your wife excited when you got it or no? No, <laughs> I remember. I remember what, years ago. Years ago, this is this. You this mean a comic now? This is how, this, how, this how much. Two thousand seven. This how much. This how much my wife thinks I'm a pussy. Uh, Two thousand seven. I did Grappler's Grappler's Quest, which used to be the big one, right? Grappler's Quest was kind of like they had all the. That was the first know, tournament I did. Was Grappler's Quest, and it was great. They did no gi and gi, and I remember. So I get in this this tournament. <laughs> And I had to cut to 149, which was, you know, which is a lot for me. And I was like, make to 149. I get there, you know, you get to weigh in the day before. And it's a huge, like, two-day tournament. And it was all no-gi back then. And, and there were wrestlers and all kinds of different people. It was a huge tournament in Vegas. So I get out there, and my bracket is, like, it's um, me, uh, Hanato Tavares, who's a famous black belt, um, Scott Epstein, who's a... Einstein, yeah, yeah. Einstein. Um, Justin Rader. Who's ridiculous wrestler, and he was a purple belt at the time. Now he's a black belt. He under um, Rafael Lovato, and Uriah Faber, a guy named Michael Cusey, um, who is a very underrated, really good jujitsu guy. Um, I can't remember who the other dude was. And my first match, I go out um, against Michael Cusey, and um, something we were going, and I mid sweep, and my my floating rib popped. Oh my god. And I just like went, yelled, and I let go, and he passed the side control, and I'm laying there, and I just reached down, and I pushed it back in, and I went pop and pop back in. And you know when your rib pops out, and it's like sitting on the other ribs, how much it hurts, like you can't breathe. You're like, I've never actually had that happen. Oh, yeah, I've never popped the rib. <laughs> Fucking out. worst pain. So I put it back in, and it goes like, and as soon as it pops back in, it's like instant relief. Yeah. So I hadn't had it happen to that extreme. So I thought, oh okay, oh good, all right, it's back. That was weird. <laughs> so we go to move. So he's now he's in side control. I go to move, and I hit the sweep. I hit the, like the sweep and a reversal. Like I'm taking him over the over the top. And I'm midair, and it pops out again. Oh. And I'm like, God! Ah, I jump up, and I and I jump off the mat. I stand up, and I pop it back in. And I'm like, Oh fuck! And I put it back in, and I go over, and I touch his hand. I go to go like I'm going to take out, and the, and the ref goes, What are you doing? I go, I'm good. He goes, Get the fuck off the mat! <laughs> I go, what, what do you mean? He goes, You can't, you can't jump up and scream and put your rib back into place and then continue to go yeah. twice. No. Yeah. And I was like, What? And then it ended up. Uh, so I remember afterward, it went down to. Uh, the finals were, I think, either Michael Cusey or Renato, Renato Tavares and, and Uriah, and Uriah won it. Um, and I was like, man, I was I was technically kind of beating that kid. I think I was better than 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 Cusey at the time. Like I I felt him, you know, I had swept him, and I felt him like, oh, I could I I could beat this guy. And he made like he took like second or third, and I was like, damn, I could have beat. And my wife's like, did you really get injured? Oh God, did you, really? Yeah. Did your did your rib? Ri- 
Your goes, wife thought you were faking it? Totally thought I was faking it. I'm oh like, my I'm like, God. sandbag. It, it, until later on that day, I sat in my car and the rib popped out. And I like, like jumped out of my car screaming and like, oh, fuck, trying to put the rib back in. My I was like, oh, I guess you're not a complete pussy you're after all. You're doing a good job selling it. <laughs> well, listen, uh, you we're not buying now. it. <laughs> well, listen, people, if uh, you're injured at all, uh, go to LA Speedweed because LA Speedweed actually has this roll on CBD oil that I have been using that has been, I have a bad back. I honestly, last week, in Iowa, I was like on stage and I'm like, oh, like my back just, I don't know what my lower back and I've been using this roll on and I feel so much better. So when you find yourself in need, trust in speedweed.com for overnight delivery to over 1,088 cities across California. You can find everything with one stop, flour, edibles, concentrate, topicals, vapes, and more. Sign up and use the code ROASTED for $10 off. Any order is over $100 at speedweed.com. So uh, you can get $10 off, anything over $100. bucks. i am telling you, I've been using this cannabis oil, and it, my back feels so much better. I've, I've actually used that stuff, and it does help. I was actually using it while I was getting my back tatted, like, last week. <laughs> not really? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like, my wrist was fucking killing me. What did you get a tattoo of? Uh, I just finished my back. Cannabis oh, nice. oil. And then, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the container. The container, the container. Using, the roll on. Yeah. No, but I was like, sitting around, my wrist was hurting from training and he was like oh I got this fucking shit I'm like get, get out of your witchcraft he's like no it's like CBD stuff I was like oh really I was like oh let me try it then I tried it and it was like I was like oh that's pretty tight like it was weird it was almost like not like an icy hot feeling but yeah kind of it's a little it bit was, of that it was yeah it was, it was weird well, I think it does have like camphor and menthol and stuff in it as yeah. well usually like to because that opens up to <clears throat> deliver the yeah so uh, I'm excited about that also I'm excited about fantasy football people the wait is over which means FanDuel's back fantasy football for everyday fans new contest starting every week no busted seasons a lot of times you have a season and all of a sudden you're you're done because you know third weekend and your your, your team sucks no, not with uh, not with this guys. You got something for everyone. Lots of contests to choose from, starting at just one dollar. Pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score real time. I play FanDuel. I've been winning every week. It feels so good. It makes watching football so much more fun. And you get over uh, two and a half million players have won a cash prize playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Click, click the Join Now button and use my code MMA Roasted. And listen, people, new users get free entry into the NFL Sunday Million with over $1 million in cash prizes when you make your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com, sign up with promo code MMA Roasted. That's FanDuel.com, promo code MMA Roasted, void where prohibited. I now, suck. I suck at fantasy football because this year I had Colin Kaepernick on my team. Oh really? Like, yeah, that, that's not a good thing. Uh, it wasn't a good. That's a bad choice. Yeah. This is Justice Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about your fight coming up because I've been watching uh, Tuesday night's Contender Series and one guy stood out. Uh, this guy, Mike O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Uh, he looks like, uh, like, like the, the, one of Scooby Doo's friends or something. <laughs> He's like this tall, skinny, hippie looking dude. Uh, I mean, he looked like Screech, like vintage Screech back in the day. <laughs> but the dude hits fucking hard. He's undefeated. What, oh, what's that weird looking dude, huh? He's yeah. what, nine and oh? Uh, yeah, eight no, and, and he beat Coach Edmonds' kid, kid, who actually there were uh, people in L.A. were talking about how good that kid was. Yeah, he is good, Alfred. You've been hearing a lot about oh, Alfred. Alfred's gonna beat this guy, and O'Malley uh, has surprising power. Uh, he was gonna beat him in that fight, wasn't he? Until O'Malley like yeah, he caught him. O'Malley caught him, and then he kind of shut down after that. It was yeah. weird. So this is the guy you're fighting. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about this. Um, I'm excited, man. You know, the guys, he, he likes to strike, um, and um, I like to strike as well, too. So I think it's going to be an exciting matchup. Um, and, you know, the kid has a lot of hype behind him. So the hype, the fight's being hyped up. You know, the minute that it was announced and it was put everywhere, it's been 
put everywhere. I got a lot of you know journalists and people hitting me up asking me about interviews and stuff like that for it. So I'm excited about you know for the exposure and anything. Uh, but I'm more concentrated on, on on the fight and you know um, you know. Um, I'm not one of those guys who talk shit or anything like that, and like, but like, there's a lot of hype behind him, and I'm gonna derail it. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, I think um, as far as striking goes, it seems like you are a more conventional striker, and you have better technique, yeah. more sound technique. I'll say he's a, kind of a wild striker. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you prepare for a guy like that? Um, I mean, I've been doing karate since I was five. I've had over 200 karate competitions. I'm used to guys throwing spin kicks and all that stuff, the things that he does. So I see it well. I know how to block it well. Um, it's not its not even anything new to me. You know, I mean, obviously anybody can get caught with anything, but it's something that I've seen before. Um, you know, I have training partners that, you know, that have black belts in Taekwondo and stuff like that. And I can go to other, you know, gyms and train with guys who kind of have that weird style where they're, they're tall, long, and linking and do that and, and be able to get looks, you know, for that. So, I mean, I'm not at all concerned about it any more than I am any other fight fighting, you know, in a traditional boxer or kickboxer or anything like that. So Now, um, uh, by the way, I'm here with uh, with Tarion Ware. Uh, is there going to be any trash talk between you and O'Malley? Um, I mean, I won't say anything out of what I'm saying right now in terms of I'm, you know, <laughs> I plan on and I plan on beating him. I'm going for a finish, you know. But if he says something, I'm going to respond back. Vince, anything? Who do you think is going to win this fight? Yeah, oh of course. Uh, I'm uh, going with Sean O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> the coach is a traitor. Uh, I find like a betting ticket in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you can't win. That's definitely going to be a good fight, though, because that, that kid's really good. Yeah. I've seen you fight a couple. Times. You've actually fought one of my one of my boys. Um, Who? Uh, Herman Baltazar. Oh yeah, I like that kid. Does yeah. he fight anymore? He, he's just does kickboxing now. He's yeah. traveling around doing kickboxing, doing like was uh, good. tournaments. I think he's going to where is he going? I think Columbia, I think in okay. November to do a tournament. Yeah, he could have been really good. Yeah, no, as far, a badass kickboxing. Now, as far as that fight, but your fight with O'Malley, it just seems like straight punches are always going to beat loopy punches. Uh, and his hands are down. It looks like he's, but he is nine and zero for a reason. He throws yeah. straight punches. He's really precise. No, um, no, Terry has those straight punch. punches. Oh no, but, yeah, but I was saying that, that even O'Malley, even O'Malley yeah, throws straight yeah. punches. He does. He, does some he throws straight punches. punches, but they're he keeps his hands down and he throws weird. It's awkward. It's awkward, but he throws one punch. He like, likes to do a lot of spin kicks, but when he throws his rights and lefts, like he throws them straight down the middle and he's long with them. But he doesn't really set him up. He just kind of throws them. He's he's precise with them, and and I think his the precision and his length is what makes his power. But it's not set up, and it's not like he doesn't have great footwork. He doesn't have great. Um, Combos that we've seen, it's like you know. So, um, what's uh, Alfred was beating him up until he got hit, and then it was kind of like then he just kind of stood in front of him. And if you, I think if you stand directly in front of this kid, he's gonna he's gonna hit you. Yeah, you know? he definitely seems like the type of guy that uh, technique will eventually take him out. He's like one yeah. of those guys. Like, but people were saying guys. that about Conor McGregor though, and technique hasn't taken him out since. I mean, just to play devil's advocate. But he's not a wild guy, though. He's yeah. not. He's not the same type. You know what I mean? Like he's he's actually a very calculated fighter and striker when he strikes. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't not, expend a lot of energy like with like stupid stuff. Yeah. And he's, he's, like, he's also a brown. Him, yeah. He's also a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, and he's yeah. pretty damn strong. But he's even done which it, makes he, his he, striking he's done it better. Like the same thing with like you watch like the way I, cal- I I chalk up this fight is you watch the first like the Nate Diaz fight when Connor fought him, where where Connor's doing all this stuff and he's throwing hard shots. And, you know, Nate's able to sustain it, and he's pushing it forward, just, and then he eventually gassed him out. This kid, he throws a lot of strikes like that, where he's throwing all those, it takes a lot of energy to do that. And if, if, and I feel like when guys fight him, like watching some of his fights, they kind of like back off and like let him off the hook because they don't, they're, they're worried about being hit. Whereas they're opposed to, if I'm constantly going forward and I'm minding my P's and Q's on defense, and for every one strike that he throws, I'm throwing three and I'm being precise with it, and I'm not worried about getting caught. 
he's going to start to get tired out, and those spin kicks start coming slow, and those spinning back fists start coming slow, and then he's going to have to force, he's going to be forced to fight me in a traditional boxing fight, and he's not going to win that matchup. You've also had how? how what's your record? I'm seventeen and six. So and he's nine and zero. So you've you've had three times as many fights as the guy. Uh, I'm excited I don't know what for his it. Ground game's like either. Like I don't think it's that great. I mean, not, 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 that, not that I'm saying that we're necessarily going to go there. Tarion's obviously a striker, but people always think, because Tarion strikes so much, people think Tarion doesn't have a ground game, but that's, that would be a bad mistake. He, has a, he does have a good ground game, but, you know. So we'll see. We can go anywhere we want with the fight. That's the thing we like about it. Um, who, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, so are, who, are you bringing in anybody to emulate him? Um, not necessarily. Like, I mean, I have guys that I already train with that I think would be good looks for me, like, um, um, Long-time trainer. I've been training for a long time. Dimitri Grossimov, he's a taekwondo back belt. And he has good spin kicks and stuff like that. There's also this kid I, who I work with who, he's fighting the local scene who's, who's going to be a future killer at 155, Jalen Turner. Tall, long kid. I mean, um, just an incredible striker in terms of hands, feet, everything like that. So I, that'll be a good look for me. I can I can work with him. Um, and then, I mean, outside of that, you know, I could you know, go to Black House and stuff like that and train with people. I can't wait for this fight. This is like, I'm actually more excited for this fight than I am, I'd say, 99% of the fights out there. That's what I'm hoping uh, for, man. I'm hoping it, it, <laughs> I think it continues to get... And then, and what card is it on? It's on the, the tough finale, the tough 26 finale. Who else is on the card? Um, it's December 1st. It's in Vegas. Oh, it's on... Vegas. I'll it's, try and get uh, that card too. I don't, but it's weird because I looked it up and I thought like the coaches would be fighting at the end of the night on that, which is... Um, Gaethje, um, Gaethje and Alvarez. No, at the finale, it's usually the guys. The coaches will fight later on. Right. So so far, uh, it's Brett Johns versus Joe Soto on that card. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. Uh, Brett Johns, undefeated kid from, uh, I think he's from Wales. Uh, yeah. Tough kid. Uh, you, Tarion Ware versus Sean O'Malley, who's six and zero. I thought he was he was nine and zero. He's six and zero. He's actually he's actually, um, he's actually eight and zero. Six knockouts. They might, so yeah, they they might, might be using the wrong. Uh, George Mearshart, I like him against Eric Spicely. That should oh, be a good fight. Uh, Andrew Sanchez versus Ryan James. Uh, that, that, that's the card so far. And it's uh, December 1st. And then, of course, all the, all the girls that are on the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now let's talk about tomorrow's... Fight, fight for yeah, the yeah. title. Now, now uh, no, right, of course. Uh, which, by the way, are you watching Ultimate Fighter? I always watch it, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched this. Don't tell me about the Laura Murphy one. I haven't watched that one yet. I'm about okay. to do it. But it's been so far pretty good. Yeah, I like... I mean, they've all been first-round finishes. That's the, that's the only issue I have with the Ultimate Fighter this year is when you... Just allow people to not fight their way on the show. You get mismatches. Yeah. Right. Uh, because you're getting, you're getting, so far, the first three weeks have been three first round finishes. Uh, and that's because I think maybe Roxanne was the second round, but they should be have to fight their end of the show. Right. Yeah. They at least see the talent. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're not going to fight to get on. No. If they're going off of just, you know, them rolling and them hitting pads. I mean, that's not a good indicator. But the, in the other thing is, I, I think that, you know, Bell, Bellator's got 125s. So there's some good some good girls there that are locked in like Alima Lay McFarland and stuff like that. But but I don't think the talent pool is very deep. When you have girls that are two and two on there, they could be possibly well, fighting for a title. But but I, to me, I mean, I, I don't have any spoilers. Uh, she's my friend, but I, I know nothing about anything on the show. I haven't even tried to ask, and not that anyone would ever tell me. But when I saw the lineup, the first thing I thought was. Who the hell is going to beat Barb Honchak? I don't know if you guys know Barb Honchak, but that girl is a monster. And I'm like, whoever, who, who the hell is going to beat her? Like, I just, I mean, hmm. I mean, she's a little older. I think she's like 30 something, yeah. 36, 36. But it's like, she is freaking phenomenal. Like, and, and I just, I'm looking at the girls on that thing going, 
I don't know. Maybe somebody beat her. I don't know, but I don't see anybody that's going to beat her on that show. That girl's phenomenal. Uh, so tomorrow night, because tonight's the UFC, uh, but by the time people listen to this, that fight will be over, um, and as well as the LFA. Tomorrow night, in case you want to listen to the podcast tomorrow morning, uh, Ben Henderson versus Pitbull uh, in Bellator. Uh, should be a good fight. I, I, look, Ben Henderson has not looked good in Bellator so far. No. He, he's not won in Bellator, except for that one fight against Pitbull. Well, Pitbull broke his leg. Yeah, was this the same Pitbull that broke his leg? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which Pitbull like is it? It's like 75. Yeah, there really is. There is. It's, it's like the fucking Baldwin brothers. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's seriously. Uh, so this is the same guy. That, this guy was winning the fight before he broke his leg. I was there. Yeah. Uh, ben, come on, man. Get that toothpick back in there. <laughs> He's got to find that thing back in there. That's his, that's his fucking power. That's his magic. That's his... I mean, he looked good against, uh, he looked good in that one fight against the kid that you train with from AKA, the former champion we were just talking Chandler? about. Yeah, Chandler. He looked good, but he got beat up, but he looked good though, but he got beat up. Uh, I, so, I don't think he looked that good in that fight. Uh, Chandler, Chandler like a beast. Of, yeah, Chandler beasted that dude in that fight. I'm picking Pitbull in this fight. You? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Pitbull's another one of these guys that I never, I don't always feel like I'm that in, that impressed with before. I always go, yeah. And then he beats guys that I don't think he should beat. So he, I'm sure he's gonna. I don't see how he's not gonna beat him. Well, he's like part of the brothers, right? That when they came out, they were just like fucking tearing through people, right? Those yeah, two? yeah. But but it's it's gonna catch up with him because you can't get. Like it seems like almost every fight he gets knocked out three times in the fight and still wins. Who Pitbull? Yeah, one of them, one of the brothers, if not both of them. So one of these days he's not gonna get up from one of those. Yeah, near knockouts. Uh, on? I'm going Henderson just because, like again, like you're saying, like all the wars people has had, and he's coming off that bad leg break too. So who knows how he's been training? Think about Ben. That like, you know, I, I think finding Jesus is good thing for some people. Yeah. Obviously, not not not, not, <laughs> not for me. the not 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 for the no, atheist uh, in my company. <laughs> but but it does seem like some f- athletes who find Jesus they lose and they just start smiling and you're like, well, it wasn't God's plan or something. And, and it's just sort of like they lose their competitive. That's what I feel happened to Fedor. Is Fedor that, became he got married and, and became remember then he had he used, remember he, used, he used to have his guy with him <laughs> yeah. he used to have his guy run oh, with him fuck. did you ever see that those old Fedor documentaries he'd have his like orthodox Christian pastor guy like they, they look like Jewish the orthodox Christians look like Jewish people they have like the big, yeah. the big beards and stuff and he would like train with the, the whole team it was hilarious like in the old Pride you'd see him running <laughs> and he would like have this like his his pastor guy running with him and stuff and ever since then he like completely fell off it does right it, but it, it does doesn't seem like some of these guys lose their competitive edge once they find Jesus or yeah, because the, the, the just... power is not with them anymore the power is with something else they're like well if, it, if it's God's will it's God. well, how about your will dude how about get in there and fucking put in some work that's so I actually have a funny fight. story that I'm gonna I was gonna turn around and take a fucking picture of it, but I didn't because you were texting me talking shit but when I was driving on the freeway I saw a sign above that said Jesus saves from hell and I couldn't pull my phone out fast enough oh, fucking oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no right, but I I mean I don't know as soon as an athlete's like I found Jesus I bet, I bet on the other guy uh, I, like I don't I do the same thing <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I'm not even fucking around I do the same shit I, you're right it, you're right he it's not my responsibility. It's it's the higher plan. But right. then, but then when these guys lose, they go. They they. they it's not their fault. It was right. someone else's fault, right? Or something it's an, else. It's an excuse. Jesus didn't it, want it, me to win. It becomes yeah. an excuse that they have before the fight even happens. You know, it's like when it's anytime someone has is kind of prone to making excuses, and you know, and you, you know beforehand they're like, well, you know what, I got this, I got that going on, whatever. 
I'm just going to go out there and do my best. If I lose, it's just the way it is. Anytime someone starts talking that way, you're like, okay, as soon as, as, soon as the pressure's on them, they're going to fold. So when you train someone, do you have them remove their crosses? Are you like, yeah. like they come in with a yarmulke? You're like, all right, no, yeah. How, this is not going to happen. No, Leave it at the door. One of the things that he's, that he, that he's done, and he does it well, because you know, you know, like, even though him, him being an atheist, you know, if you, if you believe in what he, whatever you believe in. Like, I don't believe in religion, but I do believe in a higher power, not necessarily what's described into the Bible, but I do believe in, in some type of God. And he's, he's not going to be like, oh, you're a fucking idiot because of it. But he's but one of the things that he says, uh, uh, like kind of like the same thing you're, like you're talking about, is like you can believe in whatever you want, but ultimately believe in yourself. Yeah, it's, it's you're in there. You control. You ultimately control what, what what you do. Don't leave it up to anybody else. Yep. You control what what you do, and, and and realize that, and focus on that, and don't chalk don't chalk it up to you know you know anything out, outside of that. You know. And I always thought it was weird, even from the time when you're when you're a kid and you see you know you know someone wins or or someone's getting ready to have a competition or whatever, and they. I think it's kind of fucked up to ask God for a win. Like, how can you, like, wh- why are you so much more special? I, it's so funny. Like, I have, I personally have OCD. And, and I, and my, my senior year of wrestling, like, I started praying for every match and I would win. And then I became obsessed with praying. Right. And, and uh, because I thought that, like, I had to pray or I was going to lose. And it was like, some tournaments, you have like seven matches. Yeah. So before every match, I'm like in the back. And my, my is coach. That, is he Muslim? My, 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 my coach was like, <laughs> enough of this. He's like, it's not no, the praying, dude. <laughs> but you start getting superstitious. Like, yeah. I'd have to have my lucky jacket on. I'd have to bring right. my lucky trophy. Yeah. Like, uh, other, right. it was all this shit that, like, it was basically insecurity, right. you know, and believe that something else. Although I do say, I would never masturbate during the season because somebody <laughs> said that you lose forty percent of your aggression when you masturbate. That was a fucking stat that I heard. It turns out it's the opposite. Uh, well, all I know is the, what if it's angry masturbating? In, yeah, exactly. Well, in college, when I finally jerked off, I quit the next week. So, 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 yeah, so, yeah, 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 right. In college, the first time. So I don't know. No, no, I'm just not during the season. I'm not saying. No, uh, no, no, no. This is guy bullshitting, dude. No, during the. No, come on. I'm jerking off during this podcast. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, Paul Daly, Lorenz Larkin. Uh, Lorenz Larkin lost his first fight in Bellator. Who did he lose to? He lost to some. Douglas Lima. Lima. Douglas is a beast. But I always thought Larkin was going to win. Cause you, I, did, you, I did too. I picked him too. A lot of times you think these UFC guys, even though there's, you know, people tell you, oh, there's not much of a difference and guys can win. And you see guys like Anthony Johnson go from WSOF to win the championship. You still, in the back of your head, you're like, well, it's a higher level. And I think from top to bottom it, bottom it is, but I think Bellator has, has, has a couple guys in each weight class that could for sure compete anywhere. I, I think Darian Caldwell yeah. uh, is a guy that Absolutely. everyone's sleeping on. That I think you put him in the UFC. Now he's training with Dominic Cruz. First of all, that guy is fucking taller than like like Dr. J, and he <laughs> fights at one thirty five. I'm like, how? When I met him, I'm like, how the fuck yeah. do you make one thirty five? But okay, so Larkin, Paul Daly, Paul Daly is just the guy that lets me down in big fights. And it's like he beats up guys that he should beat, but then when he steps up, this is something I don't know what the fuck. Mentally, he just Right. What is it? I, I think I think that's it. It's, it's got to be a mental thing. I don't think he's like mentally weak because he's he's tough as shit. But there's got to be something with you know almost that when you're there's kind of a a, sep, a second mental weakness where you're so good. I think BJ Penn has it where you're so good that if you don't just dominate people, 
that you kind of go, oh, I don't know what else to do now. Yeah. And I feel like, like like Tyson Paul Daly is right? so used to just hitting yeah. people and then going to sleep that when he hits you on the chin and you don't go to sleep, and then he hits you on the chin and you don't go to sleep, that it's kind of like, well, now what do I do? Yeah. I, I feel like that that's kind of – I don't think he like he like freaks and breaks at, and he's worried about the lights or anything like that. But it's kind of like, fuck, I've hit this guy with everything I could hit him with. And he's still here. I think maybe it's like he tired because that dude hits so damn hard. But the same thing, like one of these guys that I never want to bet against because I'm like one punch and you're gonna go to sleep. But I mean, if you feel that way or not, like I, even me, I get discouraged when I hit people and like they just take you know yeah. me because I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like right. I know that shit. Like I felt your fucking shit jar. Like right. But you have you have one loss on your record, right? Yeah. One. You lost one time. Yeah, I got knocked. I got my ass kicked. You didn't get your ass kicked. You got slammed on your head uh, <clears throat> by Rustam Kabalov, uh, who. Uh, you know, you you didn't know that. that you were going to get knocked out that way. It wasn't nah. like th- that's the thing. It's like a, a knockout. No, I'm not to like kiss your ass, Vince. But when a guy gets behind you and fucking suplexes you in the back, <laughs> that's not that's what you're. T- you don't prepare for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I was totally unprepared for that. No, you know what? Though? You you're tough because you fought you fought um, early on in your career. You fought, and I knew it was a tough fight for us. You fought a guy that ice trained Matt Bancha, who. Didn't have a great, ended up not with a great record, but he was a guy that everyone in the gym thought, oh, he'll be 10 and 0 and then the UFC tomorrow. He's uh, incredibly talented. He was undefeated talented. when I fought him too, I think. Yeah. He? I think he fight 2 and 0. And you knock yeah. him out? Yeah. Yeah. I but thought I was going to lose that fight actually because he, he cut was, me. In he the was doing, of it. he was doing what, he was doing really well and something happened. You hit him with something and he reacted the complete wrong way. And because I knew you had power and you, you hit him with something. I can't remember what it was. Something happened and I was like, okay, Matt's got a mask, a it was knee a, or something it was in the a clinch. Straight right. oh, was that what it was? <clears throat> yeah, because we were. But you finished him with a knee in the clinch. Was yeah, that it? yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's what it was. Out, yeah. he, he he ended up clinching up or something, and I'm like, and then you start throwing knees, and he wasn't blocking it. I'm yeah, like, no, I was what distancing is he doing? myself, throwing punches, and then he shot in. And I was just waiting for him to shoot so I could throw that knee. But there there are times though in fights like that where I'm like. Shit. He's really good. Like, I'm like, how do you yeah. prepare for that? Like, I remember John Wood got knocked out by Shannon Rich. Shannon the Cannon Rich. If you want to see one of the best knockouts of all time. He tapped out to a cup in the back one time, yeah, by the way. But oh, he, shit, uh-huh. You know, no, he, I mean, he's, he's known for, uh, maybe not, but you want to see it here. I'll show you this, this knockout because, uh, it's one of the – I mean, John Wood is a tough guy, and he's a great coach, very underrated coach. Uh, he's doing a great job with all these uh, – but here, I'll show you guys this kick he did. Where I remember watching this going, how the fuck is anyone going to prepare for this for this kick? Okay, so – Oh, hold on. hold on. What the fuck? Oh, your fucking YouTube sucks. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, you don't even have the app? That's okay, why. Okay, so here. Oh! Right? It, that was like a sideways donkey kick. So, okay. I like his butter bean shorts. Ooh. But, like, how do you prepare for that? Like, I mean, who in the gym is going to do that to you where you're like, oh, I got to look out for that? Right. Uh, what was it? It was basically that Shawn Michaels kick yeah. that, that he... kicked him. Sweet chin music. Yes, yeah. right? Sweet chin music. I mean, I mean, even when Ellenberger versus... Uh, uh, when he, when Ellenberger, shit, when Ellenberger lost to uh, Mike Perry... And that spinning back elbow. Louis Smolka threw one of those too against uh, yeah, Neil uh, Siri. Yeah. yeah, but it's like that. Those that to me, those one. to me, got to be the hardest things to do because it's one of those things where you're like, f- even when like Mitch Clark hit that uh, against Ally Aquinta, he hit that crazy submission from the oh, ground. Darce. It was like a weird, but it was a weird angle, Dars. Right? That's got to be hard as a fighter or a trainer, right? When you see something that you, you just, you're just like I've never seen it, or what is it going to come from? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that's yeah, got to I mean, be the, unless it's like their move. But yeah, I mean, but that's but that's I think that's when people say you just got caught. Like sometimes yeah, you, you just get caught. You just get fucking caught. And honestly, that, that that's honestly like a big part of our world. Like as a, as any kind of martial artist, like there's guys that are going to be so good at certain things that you just can't stop it. You know what I mean? Like. Right. And I've experienced that a couple times, like with jiu-jitsu and that fight that I lost. Like, there's certain times that I've felt that where you do a certain, like, kickbox concert guy or grab a concert guy and it's just, you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, so maybe the stupid. trick is to find that one move that no one has done yet. Get it first. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first, my first week of coaching middle school wrestling. This is like 12 years ago. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to teach them Japanese wizards uh, because no one's going to expect that. And, and, and then like, but I'm like, I'm like, okay. After like 10 minutes, I'm like, this is not going to work. <laughs> I'm not getting this. I'm like, I got to teach them the basics. I think at least though, you should have a, a go to a go to move or two that is your thing. That even if they prepare for it, your chances are still likely. I, I feel like it. everyone. I feel like everyone has, has at least that. one or two What's moves yours? like that. I don't know, punching people. But yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's like a, it's probably like a drag out, like front headlocks. Like when my, when I first started fighting, I caught a lot of front headlocks, uh, standing or on the ground, like guillotines and like possible anacondas, darts and stuff. So Brian, my coach taught me this drag out. And now like no one gets a hold of my neck for longer than three just seconds. Just to be able to reach out and just, yeah, just, just arm drag. It's the stupidest, it's the stupidest move and everyone knows it, but like I can't be stopped when someone grabs me by the head and I'm, and I'm going to drag out like I'm doing it. Yeah, and I end up on their back. That's like one of my moves that I just like. People can't stop. One time, I, I was trying to tell the kids, I'm like, guys, it's not because like you know, when you're coaching kids, they get bored, you know, and like you want to teach them a different crazy move every week, but that's not gonna. So I go, listen, yeah. like Bruce Lee said, it's not the guy who does uh, like eight thousand kicks, eight thousand like, kicks one, kick one time. Yeah. It's the guy who does you know one kick eight thousand times, and then one kid's like Bruce Lee never wrestled. I'm like, all right, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a hundred push-ups. Like, you little <laughs> asshole, start running. Uh, also, tomorrow night, um, Roy Nelson is fighting Javi Ayala. I kind of miss him. <laughs> you kind of well, Roy Nelson could be the Bellator champion, and that yeah. would be the best thing to have at the Bellator. Yeah, is have that fat fucking slob <laughs> be the face of just of, eat a fucking rib dinner and then go out and knock someone out. Oh, it's not because with Roy ribs still in his beard. Yeah, <laughs> with the barbecue sauce in his beard. Yeah. My favorite story about Roy Nelson was that like I remember Dan Hardy was training with him. And he's like, yeah, he built the gym in his kitchen. I'm like, how fucking lazy are you? Where you have to like, <laughs> right. like hey, I'm, I mean, I don't want to talk too much shit, but I seen that dude train one time in Vegas at uh, what's that gym out there? Alliance or uh, not Alliance? Extreme uh, Couture or uh, it wasn't Extreme Couture. Uh, I want to say it was like Throwdown Syndicate. Or, Syndicate. Or well, it used to be Throwdown Syndicate. Or, okay, it was that place. Yeah, because it was Syndicate when I went there. It was when I went on the Ultimate Fighter and I saw him train Force Griffin, and they they literally did like three two minute rounds of like wrestling against the wall, and they fucking called it a day. I was like, holy shit, that's all they fucking train? He's like, Roy Newsom's got to make weight. I'm like, no, he doesn't. He's a fat bastard. It, like, it makes weight. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Now, do you think Roy Nelson, though, that people say if he would, if he actually fought the weight that, like, at 185 or 170, he would be as good. But maybe he wouldn't mm, because yeah. I remember Chris Bird, that boxer, mm-hmm. you know, he went down to, like, 170 or something and got knocked the fuck out. Joe Riggs. I mean, it would all depend on, on whether, like, um, if he went down, would he be like fast? Because that's gonna be the thing. I, I don't think he'd have that power, though. Yeah, I think he's too good at being fat and fighting the way he is right now, and like that's his big advantage. Yeah, he, he definitely doesn't bother his cardio. No. I could, if, I could see if he was fat and he was like 
you know, feels could, weighing him down. Yeah, it was weighing him down. But it's like if anything, it just adds power to his punches. Like he's got all that weight behind him. I, I feel like like it, it works for him. I do worry about a guy like that though getting uh, what CTE. A guy like uh, you know uh, gout. No, no, not say, like uh, concussion, whatever the uh, the concussion. Oh, yeah, because yeah. a guy. Oh my god! And not just taking too many shots. We're talking about taking shots from like. Dos Santos from uh, the Black Beast. And yeah. you look at, I mean, that dude has yeah, the. He, he's been hit pretty good, but I mean, who's really knocked him out besides Mark Hunt? Like, but that's but that's what like I that. worry about. Like, because yeah, like, they say the thing with CT, they're not. It's not the concussions the doctors worry about. They worry about the what the sub concussions. Yeah, it's after the, the, the hits that you're that you're taking, like while you're knocked uh, out. No, oh, oh, okay. Well, that, that, that's why football and boxing are proving to be far more dangerous. Yeah, because. First off, you don't. You, it, yes, it's the the concussion is still as bad. It still does the same brain damage, a little one, but the smaller ones, you don't, you don't take stop. any time off. Yeah, you don't stop. That's why boxing with headgear and doing fifteen rounds like ten minutes. Yeah, and you get okay, rattled. You don't go. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't want to be a pussy and go like not yeah. finish the rounds. So you finish the rounds. You continue these guys. And then you spar the next you. day again in boxing. You know, whatever you're back yeah. in the yeah. sparring again, getting hit again. I got no problem talking sitting out. Like if I get rocked, I'll sit out for that week. And my coaches talk shit well sometimes because I just I don't say shit. I'm just you like, have to. Elite. You're not getting hit, motherfucker. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, you ha- you have to for and, and not only is it for longevity's sake, but the fact is that you're when you get hit when you get knocked out or you even get close to, to knocked out, it takes a while and and definitely within a fight. Like when someone's rocked early and you go, oh, they've recovered. Yeah, they've recovered, but the chin is still not where it was when the beginning of the fight. But that that takes a while for your brain to to recover from that. Yeah. So it's like you need you need actual time off. It's like oh, I took a couple of days. Sorry, that's not no. That's you why you look at all these guys at back like they talk about the back in the military fighting systems where mm-hmm. like. Every day was like fucking crazy sparring and wars right. or the Hammer House guys. And right. I don't know. Uh, a guy like Roy Nelson. But I personally, though, the, the fighters that like I see maybe a little punchy are usually the ones that it's not only fighting, but they're also doing drugs and alcohol. <laughs> I think when you combine – I think when you <laughs> – What com- you blame them? When yeah. you combine all that – Drugs and alcohol, I mean. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad – because you, you see like some it of these guys – affecting your brain as well too doing that shit. I mean you, you, you put in like the cocaine and the alcohol and getting punched in the head. It's just a bad combination. combination. I don't know. I've never heard of a fighter doing drugs before. Uh, Aaron Pico versus <laughs> Justin. Really Aaron Pico is fighting Justin Lin. Uh, Pico probably – so far, uh, this year's worst managed fighter. Um, he only fought that one fight that he lost, right? Yeah, but the guy was a wrestling phenom. Best in the country. This is fucking MMA. This isn't wrestling. But he, that's what I'm saying. But he foregoes college to do the Olympic Training Center, which is like the, the worst. You're going to get so much better in college wrestling seniors, juniors, All-Americans than you would bringing in your own fucking team. Olympians? People. I don't care. It's just a matter of like... <laughs> It just the grind versus guys that are like catered towards you versus guys that don't give a fuck about you, seniors and juniors that are like, I'm going to fucking test you every day. Oh, uh, so, okay, I see. Like, that's just my personal opinion because he didn't make the Olympic team. You feel like he kind of just got, got fathered in there, huh? Like, I think so. I think they're like, okay, we're going to bring well, in I mean, your he camp. He did. And, and then he goes to AKA and whatever, and they put him up against uh, a guy who, who, uh, has was like ten and three, and this dude's zero and zero, and he gets knocked out in thirty seconds. It's like no, put him up against a guy with who you who has like no knockouts on his record. Maybe a guy who's like five and four with like right. five wins. All something you don't put him up against a, a 
Yeah, just bad, 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 bad. Hey man, it's Aaron Pico. He's a, he's a badass wrestler. He can fight anyone. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, right. It's exactly. It's just too much. But we'll see. You know, sometimes that first loss is the best thing that ever happened to you. Uh, loss was like one of the best things that happened to me. Yeah. That shit fucking. Your girlfriend left you. You, you were like, yeah, fucked <laughs> up the last couple of years. Dude, dude like, got me going. I remember oh, Vince is like Vince had a friend with a neck tattoo who looked like he he had never been employed in his life. <laughs> this dude looked like it was like central casting, and he calls me up and he's like, "Yo, man." You gotta help Vince out. He, the guys, the guy, the guy. I'm like, this dude's telling me to reach out <laughs> right, to Vince. Exactly. That's what I knew that you had, you had some issues. I, I, think, I think I called you like that day. I'm like, are you okay, man? I'm like, like fucking. Why? <laughs> why do you ask? Because little Smokey just called me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> little creeper hit me up. Basically, a homeless guy was like, Vince is in bad shape. I'm like, but, so I was like, all right. So let's talk about. Uh, after that, we have uh, Eduardo Dantas next week against Darian Caldwell. Dantas is twenty and four. Brazilian. Is that for a title? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Caldwell. He was supposed to fight him last time, but he got injured, that's and then that's when um, um, Caldwell stepped in. And Hego, a lot of people think Hego won that fight. I, a lot of people do. Yeah. So, do you think wins this fight? I think Caldwell. Cal- Caldwell's Caldwell going to smash I don't him. Think with Don, 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 I don't know. I think Caldwell wins you two, Vince. You don't know these guys. I mean, I feel like I should pick the other guy just to create controversy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Daniel Strauss taking on Emmanuel Sanchez. I don't know anything about Emmanuel Sanchez, but Daniel Strauss is another one of these guys. Like, yeah, he just yeah. monsters people that he shouldn't and then loses to guys like... Sanchez is pretty good. He trains out guy. at Duke Rufus' gym, but I don't think he's ready for Daniel Strauss. Dude, Strauss one time lost, and I was like, hey, man, keep your head up. But he's like, man, I was so afraid you were going to roast me. I'm like, I'm like, this is what you were fucking... <laughs> That's all I could think about in the fight. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, is, what is Adam tweeting right now? <laughs> I was like, Jesus I Christ. I was part of those texts from last night. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, man. I was like, so, also, Joe Tamangelo, I think he, he's he's a uh, he's a guy from uh, isn't the guy that he's, he's the guy that beat Caldwell. Oh, that guy's good. Yeah. He's fighting Higo. Ooh, he, he'll beat Higo. You think? Yeah, I think so. Because because um, he's he's got he's got pretty good jujitsu, Joe, and he hits really fucking hard. And I think I don't think I think Higo's defensive boxing isn't good enough to deal with the big heavy punches. I think yeah. when it, you know when you hit Higo. Yeah. As soon as you hit Higo, he wrestled, yeah. and you almost out jujitsu Higo yeah. when when he was afraid of getting hit. Yeah. If this guy hits him and Higo shoots, he's going to guillotine him. Even so, as good as Higo is on it. So you fought Higo. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think wins this fight? I've only seen Tamayo fight one time, so I don't know. He's I'm a hit or miss kind of guy too, though. I think he's from Guam. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, I don't know that guy either. I, just, I know. I've been to Guam. There's like we're signed by the same guys. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick with him. All right, <laughs> and you. You don't know these guys either? All right. I would say he goes because I don't know the other The guy. next day, October 7th, uh, Kevin Ferguson uh, – Kevin Lee versus Tony Ferguson. Kevin Ferguson was Kimbo Slice. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Lee versus Tony Ferguson. I'm picking Kevin Lee. Uh, a lot of people are telling me I'm crazy. I, I, look, Tony's so unconventional, but Tony – leaves himself open a lot and he gets away with shit that he shouldn't get away with because he's so good but eventually that catches up to you yeah I don't know honestly I don't not yet though yeah do you even know Kevin's black yep <laughs> yeah. black oh, really Guatemalan. you're half Guatemalan he's uh, half Ferguson oh, okay so you're half Ferguson so you're right in the middle uh, uh, a draw now weren't you your ultimate fighter that was your season right Ferguson won no he was one before me I actually tried to get on his season but I didn't have I only had two fights at the time they wouldn't take me but uh, I, I'm going to say Ferguson. I mean, <laughs> Lee's good, and he's super explosive, and, and he's pretty dynamic. 
But so is Ferguson. I think Ferguson will eventually wear him down to the point where, where Lee won't be that explosive fire that he is. He's a five-round fight. Yeah. He's all and muscular. Was, I, just think the, I mean, I think skill-wise, both of those guys are good, and both of those guys can be world champions. I just think right now, experience-wise, I think Tony's beat a lot of guys. He's, a long, he's on a long win streak. So I think experience-wise, that's what I'm going to go with. Maybe I can't even think of who. I don't I honestly believe that Lee deserves that the, shot. Lee, Lee fought Chiesa. Lee knocked out. Uh, Lee beat Trinaldo. Stopped Trinaldo. Okay. Uh, he, he he lost to Ally Quinta, but that was his first fight in the UFC. He lost to another guy too that is that has jiu jitsu guy. Shot. Yeah, the jiu jitsu guy. I don't yeah, know, he knocked him out right. TKO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then Lee uh, Lee beat um, the the Asian dude that from Black House. Uh, oh, um, you mean uh, Jessica's? Yeah. Uh, uh, why can't I remember his name? I like that kid. Yeah, uh, Moonwalker. James. James, 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 James Moonwalker. Moonwalker. Uh, I was at that fight. Uh, Lee Lee worked him, and he also beat the kid from uh, Australia, uh, Jack, some the young kid from Johnson. I forgot the kid's name. He was a main eventer, but Lee Lee, Lee beat him. Um, I was at that was, fight too. Wasn't Kiesa kind of working him until that? Until no. The no, 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 Lee. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, now, he was getting rid of the exchanges. Now, people are saying this is a slap in the face that Demetrius Johnson, who's fighting Ray Borg on this card, is not the main event. Because uh, people are saying Kinda, that. Kind of, yeah. Uh, they're saying, you know. Well, I mean, that fight, the, the, the Ferguson Lee was already put together, and then that happened, and they just threw him on there. So, I mean, I mean that's the reason why. Oh, uh, okay, I don't know that. But it's, it is a pay per view event. And he is the champion, and they're calling him pound for pound the best then? fighter. Yeah, he's the co-main. He's the pound for pound the best I, fighter yeah. in the world. I think saying. they should have changed him to the main. Honestly, they should have. I don't. I don't, I don't think Ferguson or so, Lee would have. For some reason, they they say that that which I don't get. I just don't get. They say doesn't he doesn't. He, he doesn't sell. I don't understand why people don't want to watch that guy. He is he the won't. most exciting fighter in the UFC, in my opinion. Yeah, but he's fighting guys that like he's so overmatching them that the people are like, you know what? It's not as fun. And also the fact that he's one twenty five, which. I don't. Right. I don't know yeah, what the problem is with that, though. People feel bad watching little kids fight. I hate heavyweights, <laughs> yeah. though. Like, heavyweights bore the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, but it's not boxing like the in the 70s. Fans, they don't like the little guys. Like, they see him, they meet him, they go, oh, he's 5'3. Like, because my wife ran into him at Disneyland. Like, huh, they're like, I can whoop his ass. She'd she realize that was Mickey Mouse, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, she, but she was like, she's like, I didn't realize he was that small. And I think that's the reaction, like, people will have, like, when they, like, they see him and they go, He's also people are saying I he's a real, also he also that he won't go to thirty five and take on that they're saying he's not going to go up and that he should. Well, uh, I think he, it's because he he's quiet, he honestly. Probably, I think it, yeah. I think it's because he's just not a loudmouth fucking asshole. That, that, that helps. I think that's yeah. the but, reason because I mean, he, he's, he's intelligent, respectful, and good. Yeah, he's like civilized. GSP is from Canada. That's true. Uh, he's a fucking country behind him. He has a country behind him, but also but people he, started not liking him with all the all the you know wrestling he was doing for a while. But the Canadians don't like him. Yeah. Canadians always love them. They're yeah. lovable people. Well, yeah, he's their fucking scapegoat. He's like all they really have. But there, are, but there have been guys that have captured the imagination. His size, like in boxing, like uh, Prince Nassim, uh, Barrera, <laughs> um, even Chocolito. But the thing is that these guys were also Americans are just not supportive towards other Americans. We're spoiled. We have too much other shit going on. Right. Uh, if Demetrius Johnson was from India, the fucking whole country of India would be behind him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If he was from China, they'd all be behind him. It's just, it's weird. Start claiming these Chinese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But even, but even what's the name? Mike Perry. If Mike Perry was from, uh, 
Ireland yeah. or fucking Scotland or whatever, they'd all be like, Mike Perry. But Mike Perry's from Florida. But then people are like, this little chicken dance in this fucking last fight. That now, shit fucking have you crack it up. Now, you called out Ally Aquinta recently on Twitter. Yeah, and I fucking didn't respond shit. He knows I'll whoop his ass. He didn't respond at all? Jim Miller. I tried to call it Jim Miller too. He didn't respond. Jim Miller? No, Nobody's no. responding to you, huh? No, no. Shane Crutcher responded to you, but he's not in the UFC. Yeah, and he, I think he's way smarter than me too. Yeah. Uh, so Derek Lewis taking on Verdum. The Black Beast is back. I, I think Verdun wins this fight. I think he takes him down and submits him. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the hard part is it, you know, one yeah. punch from that dude. Yeah. <laughs> one punch from that dude is all it takes. So Mighty Mouse, Ray Borg, we're all picking Mighty Mouse? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I, am. I am. But I wouldn't be surprised. But I want Ray Borg to win. For the record, I want Ray Borg to win. Really? Why is that? Because he calls us in the podcast, and he's a nice guy. Mighty <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Mouse will call me. Uh, no, I, I want I Mighty, Mighty Mouse, Mouse to win because I, I would like to see him. Your phone rings right if, now. If, if, he, if he defends that, gets that 11th shot, 11th title, sets the record, and then he decides to either go up or meet somewhere and fight TJ. He says, or fight. Well, he if he, he does that, I'm down. Cody. He says he would fight Cody. I would love to see the him fight Cody. The thing is he didn't want uh, to fight Dillashaw because he's like, okay, um, he's not the champion. He's not coming and he's coming down. What if he doesn't make the weight? That was his whole thing. He said, he's like, if Garbrandt said he would, would if it was Garbrandt who was coming down, he said he would have fought him. So it's what a lose lose for him with, 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 with basically with Dillashaw. Because if he loses, he's not the champion. I, I, I think Dillashaw. He doesn't have a fight. I think Dillashaw might be Cody. I, I hate to say it, but people are like sleeping on Dillashaw and how good he's looked. No, Dillashaw is good. And I, I, I was, I mean, I've been obviously very increasingly impressed with with cody but at first i mean i tell, tell terry Ter- Ter- the first couple fights i'm like ah, guys are just running into stupid punches he's yeah. not that great i was like this guy's isn't very good i was impressed by him at all and then even when he beat you know i thought almeida was going to beat him but then almeida doesn't really have a seem like he's got much of a chin and and he, yeah, he, he fell off yeah bit. i think it's people were fighting his fight and then i'm like okay he's, he's he's a little better than i thought he was and then when he beat um when he beat dom i was like all right maybe i was wrong all this time yeah. like you know now, have you ever sparred with dom yeah who, who won uh, probably he probably landed more shots because that fucker's fast. He's so quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so fast. Is that frustrating? It is. It makes me mad. I want to fucking just <laughs> <laughs> because you're three weight classes up, and this little fucker is like, but but you know, if it was a real fight and you landed one punch, it would be over. Yeah, with the little gloves, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His head would probably come off. Now, now, <laughs> now, Dwayne Ludwig training used to be Cody's trainer. Now is TJ's trainer. You as a trainer, how much is an advantage of a guy who used to train your opponent? I think it's more an advantage that they train together, if anything. Because uh, I, I don't know that – I mean, if you're a, a semi-decent coach, you should be able to see what people's weaknesses and strengths are regardless of whether you actually ever train them or not. I mean, sure, being in the room as a coach, it's if, if I used to train somebody, I know you know there are people that I've trained that, that we may have to fight someday that I, I know exactly what they do and I watch them like, well, they still haven't fixed that thing yeah. because whoever they're training with now probably doesn't – you know, doesn't yeah. recognize whatever. We're like, oh, they still haven't fixed like like the Luke Rockhold. Everyone talking about him dropping his his his, his right hand or whatever, and everyone knows it. And they're saying, okay, someone's got to fix that. But I, you know, I think ultimately it comes down to the to the fighter, man. I, I really do. I mean, as I don't not to put myself out of a job, but you know, there you can make people better, and you can influence people, and you can you can do a lot of things to if you're a good coach. But it, it comes down to the fighter. The difference is, I think I think both those guys um, have. They learn a lot. Like like Dillashaw, as much as I don't really like the guy, he just reminds me of like every like frat boy bro guy, whatever. <laughs> they actually, they kind of both do. That is he 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 gets better. He yeah. just gets better. Well, you know? it's crazy. Like um, I know as a in college wrestling, the only 
like one of the, I, I think I, in college my record was like twelve and three or something before I quit like halfway through my first semester. Uh, but um, but the one but one of the match well two things first of all <laughs> one of the matches my coach was like this guy's got a great head and arm. Watch out for the head and arm. And then all I kept thinking was Man, the guy, and it, it completely fucked up. Like, if I would have just done whatever I would have done, I would have beaten him. My last match ever, after I lost to the kid with the fucking head and arm, I was so angry because there were all these, we were at Oneonta, and all the fucking hot sluts went to Oneonta. And like, <laughs> and I was mad because, and my sister went there, so I was gonna go to her, her sorority house afterwards, and like, I wanted to impress them. I was beating up this kid so bad in college wrestling that his coach threw in the towel. In a fucking college wrestling match. Wow. And that was my last match ever. Nice. But I was like, motherfucker, like that's how, because I was so, I was cutting from 50 to 34 every week, which is just a bad cut. Anyway, uh, that being said, um, Jessica I, Paige Van Zant, uh, I like, Jessica I is so funny. If you want to follow somebody on Facebook, Jessica I, because yeah, I she fucking, that. she's like, fucking Kevin Hart's a fucking piece of shit for cheating, and fuck him, and uh, I, I, I hope his fucking whole career is done, and fuck it, yeah, and like people, and then she gets in the fights with people all fucking day, Gosh. which, uh, but Kevin Hart, look, he just shouldn't be married. Right. Just don't get married. Yeah. Like, there is, like, you, you could fuck the baddest chicks in the world. And it's obviously that's the problem. You fuck, you know. The problem is you fucked some badass girl, and you and you spend a couple of weeks with her, and you look in her eye, and you're like, oh, I want to fucking marry this chick. You're like, oh, fuck it, this, this is this is it. And then a month into it, you're like, what the fuck have I done? Uh, and that's what happens with Kevin Hart. Um, plus, you you know he wasn't getting much pussy in high school, Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I used to play basketball with fucking at, at two in the morning. I used to play with Colin Quinn, Patrice O'Neill, Rich Voss, Kevin Hart, uh, DC Benny would play. Uh, we used to play uh, Robert Kelly at like two in the morning at, at these like in New York City. And Kevin Hart was the best fucking basketball player I've ever played. He is so fucking quick, and guarding him fucking sucked. Anyway, uh, two or something. Yes, right? he's yeah. amazing though. Jessica Ivers, Paige Van Zant. I think Jessica I wins. I think Paige Van Zant. I'm sorry to say, if she didn't have the looks and the charisma and who she was, I'm not even sure. I, I don't know. I mean, she did beat Felice Herrig, which was, you know, but I she would still be there. She's she's tough. She's scraps. She's she tough. Her fucking pace. Um, her skill level's not quite there yet. But yeah, there's 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 some some holes in her. And apparently, like I guess there's some like. Um, Mental things with her too. Like she's jumped around camps and like like people have called her a diva. Like I don't like I don't want to fucking speak on her because I don't know her. I don't, but that's just what I, what I've heard what people have said. So it could be like a mental thing with her as well. I think she got mad at me because like at one point she was dating Cody, yeah. and then she would, before that she was dating Touchy Feely, and I had them both on the podcast and I asked her how she was in bed and something and like neither of them answered. Uh, but I, but after that I, she clearly unfollowed me on Twitter. Uh, so sorry, Paige, if I. But anyway, no, uh, no <laughs> I'm not saying look. Maybe she would still be there. I take that back. But I, I think Jessica I is going to win this fight. I just think Jessica I is She's too big. Tough, yeah. Also, I, I think, think when Jessica you come I down too. from 35 to 25 and you come up from 15 to 25, it's That's just a big gap. Yeah. yeah. Were they fighting at 25? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. that Paige is not – Paige isn't that big. No. 25? No, she's tiny. She said, I, I don't know. <clears throat> she, she, I guess she didn't like cutting to fucking one. I'll tell you, though, I saw her at a party one time dancing, and she has like these thick thighs. Like, Does she? Oh, my – but like – not like like muscle muscle thick like. Oh, yeah, don't try to unconvince me. I'll still do dirty things to her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she she that that chick. Uh, remember me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Benil Darush, uh, Darush is taking on Evan Dunham. Uh, I kind of wanted to fight Evan Dunham. 
Everyone wants to fight Adam Donham. Man, they, he's, he's a he's a fun striker to fight. He's 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 good. He's he he's um another guy that impresses me all the time. But aside from his last fight, Benny's good, man. Yeah. That kid's tough. He's yeah, good everywhere. He good on the ground. He's got really crisp striking. Yeah, I see. I don't I don't know that Dunham's gonna be able to beat Benny. I think Benny wins this fight. Uh, Tom Dukanoy is taking on Cody Stamen. Uh, who's Tom Dukanoy? Kid's a, a French striker. He's pretty good. Pretty good oh, striker. he's fighting that guy. Yeah. Yeah, but does that guy have any ground? I don't know. That's the thing. Because he, he's—I don't think that guy's even as good of a striker as you. And if he doesn't have as, as good of wrestling defense or jujitsu, then Cody's gonna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't he almost lose his first fight? Was he the guy that almost lost his yeah, first fight? Yeah, he got fight? rocked. He got rocked, but he ended up knocking knocking the guy out. Whoever, I forgot who he fought though. Oh, Cody's gonna yeah, win this fight. He, he, They're dumb. I think he fought Zahabi's brother. Did he fight Zahabi's brother? Uh, yeah, Zahabi's yeah, brother? yeah, I think you're right. They gotta build him up in France. What are they doing? No, he's undefeated though, and he's he's no, he's not. He's fifteen to one. Oh, he's fifteen to one. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> uh, it's tough, man. The thirty-five division now is like how fifty-five is. Forty-five. Oh, they're fighting at thirty-five. Yeah. They have one of one forty-five. Okay, if Cody at forty-five, because that's what he yeah, fought. That's what he fought in the field. Yeah. Uh, that's what they fought. That's a goddamn featherweight. I was trying to find my fight like on like um on Fight Pass. I'm going to like the bantamweight profiles, and like I see some of the guys that they just signed from the contender series, and they're on there. I'm like, oh fuck, they, I just fucking fought in the UFC, and they don't put me on there. You think because you're black? And, well, that's no, I didn't, I didn't know. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, maybe they just like fuck, maybe they just didn't like me or something like that. And then I realized, like, for some, I, I started watching, like, because like, I watch fights all the time, and like, and I went to like featherweight. And I'm like, oh, they have me listed as a fucking featherweight. Uh, and then, like, after the fight too, like people were like paying, like people play match like, Oh, I think Terry should fight Charles Wilson next. I'm like, that dude's a fucking forty five. Yeah, I'm like, not a forty five. <laughs> Like I just fought at 45 was on eight days' notice. So, so I'm like, I'm like, you know, that he he weighed in fight day with all of his clothes on at 150. Jesus, Christ. I'm like, I'm like, come on, he's not a 45er, dude. So Will, uh, Will Brooks taking on Nick Lentz. I thought they were both at ATT. Weren't they both at ATT? They don't care. Oh, I don't know. Dude, they fight. Uh, Perry just uh, God, was going to fight Tiago. Will, Will my Perry was supposed to fight Tiago, and they're both at ATT. ATT. But he's ATT. ATT like like different part of Florida though. I thought they were from both in Miami. Like he's ATT Jacksonville or something or right. Fort Lauderdale uh, or something. I thought they were both in Florida. Yeah, but Florida, but different parts, like four hours away. Yeah, like uh, one's Coconut Creek and one's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That gym is so goddamn big. Probably people are probably you could probably fight the other end of the yeah. gym. Oh, he's at the West. I've never seen him train. Well, that's one of the things that Carlos Condit said. Like when he fought GSP, like everyone thought that they trained together. He's like, I've never trained with him. Yeah. It's like the gym is just, especially ATT, is so goddamn big. You probably never see guys. So Nick Lentz, a big Trump supporter. Uh, <laughs> is I, he I, really? Yeah, a huge Trump supporter. Yeah. I know he also I mean, he retweets he, what he he, he also hates the fact that transgenders have bathrooms and uh, like yeah, the, this whole thing. Uh, he's fighting Will Brooks, well, uh, another outspoken wait, guy. This uh, should be a funny. I like Will. I like Will Brooks though. He's a he's a big dude, by the way. Um, he didn't look good his last fight, did he? I thought after he beat Chandler remember. twice that this dude was going to be the next big thing in MMA. Uh, yeah, who, he lost to somebody. He lost, a, he lost to one of the Cowboys who didn't make weight. And then I think, oh, and then, yeah. Oh, the Brazilian, Brazilian Cowboy? Cowboy. Oh, the Brazilian, Brazilian Cowboy. Cowboy. But then I think he lost again after that. I think really? so, too. Yeah, I think he lost both of his fights. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's so weird how guys from one don't do well in the other. It was funny. Like, when he was in Beltar, I wasn't impressed. And then when he fought Chandler, I was like, how the fuck did he beat Chandler? Twice. Yeah. I think some guys have your number. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bobby Green I could take it on Lando Venata. Oof. Bobby, you think? Yeah, but that oh, Lando Venata. Bobby's my boy. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby's my Me boy, too. too. I don't know who you. I don't even yeah, but Lando Venata's the guy that almost beat Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. had those Venata, crazy kicks. Oh, is that guy? Freaking, freaking good. Yeah, but he got subbed, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and then he lost his next fight, too. So. But you know, the thing, he's a, Bobby's the guy that everybody I've ever, ever talked to, including myself, who's ever trained with Bobby or, or is like, 
most talented dude ever, physically ever. ever. Like just, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Get I spar with that training. guy. It was the most frustrating thing. I, it was the most frustrating five minutes of my life. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was the most frustrating five minutes of my life. Yeah, he's super talented, but he's not always. Uh, dedicated, so we'll see which Bobby shows up. Pearl Gonzalez, who I only know because she got implants and almost couldn't fight in New York because of it. Uh, remember, oh, she was the fight. one that like they wouldn't let her fight in New York because of the implants. Then she fought anyway and lost. But she's fighting uh, Poliana Botello. I don't know who that is, but I gotta go for Pearl because the implants. Um, uh, John Moraga is taking on Magda uh, Magomed. By Balutov, fourteen and zero. He's from Dagestan. I'm sure. Yeah, yes, uh, <laughs> one of those guys. It's Freddie Moraga. Wal Harris versus Mark Godbeer. That should be a good fight. Uh, Talos Latis versus Brad Tavares. Oh damn! Really? I'm going with Brad too. And then Matt Shell is taking on Marco Beltran. Uh, I like Mark Shell, right? Wait, Snell? Snell is that 25? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Snell might have that one. Uh, was Beltran's Beltran a 35er before that? I think they both. Yeah, he not know there was. He fought once there. He no, fought, no, no, I mean, I, said, I thought. Yeah, I thought Beltran, Beltran was a 35er. I think he did. But I think he took a fought at 35 because uh, they didn't have an opening or something. Uh, also, uh, UFC Poland, Cerrone versus Darren Till. Who do you like in that fight? Who's Darren Till? He's, he's 12 <laughs> and 0. There's your answer. Uh, 12 and 0. He's a good fighter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, have no idea uh, I think he drove it. That's a headliner? Yeah, it's a headliner. It's Poland. They're, they're not that smart. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Warley Alves is taking on Jim Wallhead in that fight, too. Uh, and oh, Artem Lobov taking on Andre Feely. I'm going with Andre. Yeah, Feely. Yeah, Lobov is that's Connor's boy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he retire? I thought he retired. Who, Connor? No, uh, Connor's boy. Oh, uh, he thought he was getting more money than, than he was from Connor. So he has to fight. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then. Uh, you got a fight? Yeah. Yeah. And then. Train? Uh, and then the UFC Fight Night 119. I'm just going on the UFCs right now. Machida versus Derek Brunson. I think Machida was fighting again. I want to say Brunson. Yeah, how long is Brunson's a now? fucking big scary black man. Yeah, Brunson. Yeah, I think I think he's actually straightened out his fighting. To also, he's not just running into people and yeah. just like he yeah. was getting away with bad habits for a while. Yeah, of like he's, he's actually getting more intelligent the way he fights. Uh, well, I guess I'm the, I'm the only guy on the planet that didn't think that didn't think he he beat Anderson, Anderson. Silva. I thought I thought Anderson won. I'm watching it going Anderson won. Everyone's making a huge deal like. Hey, Anderson got lucky and Brunson got robbed. I'm like, I don't know what everybody watched. I didn't see Brunson do anything significant in that fight, personally. I also, I'm, I'm also a big Anderson fan. But And then uh, Damian Maia is fighting Colby Covington on this card. Uh, this is the UFC fight night in, in Brazil. Maia's got Colby. I'm going for Colby. That's my boy. Uh, also, on that card, Boston Salmon. My boy Boston, he actually. <laughs> he's like, I love Boston Salmon. He mentions these guys. No, I love him. He's taking on. I'm not see if you know these guys. Uh, he's taking on uh, Augusto I, I, Mendez. Yeah, I like Boston. He's, he's cool. Kid. Wait, who's Augusto Mendez? He's a Brazilian kid. He, he's uh, shit. Who did he fight? Um, I can't remember. Who he fought. Boston's not much of a ground game, does he? But he's hard as hell to he's take hard down. Hard to take down. He hard has, to take down. He's a heavy hands. And then Jim Miller. That's why he didn't want to fight you. He's fighting Trinaldo on that card. Whatever, dude. Whatever, Jim Miller. And then, uh, and then, of course, UFC November fourth, Bisbing versus GSP. I'm picking Bisbing. Me too. Bisbing. Yeah. Uh, and then Did Bisbing say he was going to retire after that fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Rockhold. I mean, I kind of hope he loses now. <laughs> Luke I mean, he's pissing Luke Rockhold off. Yeah, yeah he Rockhold's is. He's doing just to piss him off. <laughs> but then Cody versus TJ. I'm not picking TJ. Who are you picking? He's such an asshole. TJ or who? Or Cody. Yeah, that's a real. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Garbrandt because I wasn't honestly like I didn't think Garbrandt was that good at first when he first started coming out, 
And then, like, as I f- progressively started fighting more and more, I started seeing, like, okay, he's actually a fucking good, like, fighter. And TJ, I kind of thought was a good fighter, but now is like, dropping off on me. I feel like he's kind of being over... Right. Over, uh, uh, Joanna Rose? Joanna, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyone uh, pick her? Wait, which Rose Namajunas? She's fighting Rose Namajunas. I didn't even know oh. that. Jesus. I don't know. Joanna, Come on. Well, Joanna's going to win, but, but dude, I like Rose, Rose man. Rose, I know. Rose is pretty... Rose, she is Rose not, shows up. Yeah, you don't sleep on that chick. She's, she's fucking good. It's hard to pick against her, but She looks Joanna. so skinny and She's like a little honey badger. No way. This is her thorn, and every rose has his thorn, as Brett Michael <laughs> says. Uh, I say Joanna. Johnny Hendricks taking on Paulo Barachina. I don't even know who that is. I don't even is, know Paulo, but, but Paulo. He's 10-0. and fucking big. He's huge. He's too big. Is that an 85? Yeah. yeah. He's what? And, and if, if, if Hendrix misses weight at 85? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Dude. And he's, that kid's too fucking big. Curtis Blades taking on Alexei Olnick. Isn't Alexei the guy that beat uh, Rhonda's boyfriend, Travis Brown? Yeah. Her oh, husband? Yeah. I'm going to Curtis Blades. 8 and 1, wrestler, tough guy. Masvidal versus oh, Stephen Thompson. All those names sound fake. Uh, Curtis Blades. Masvidal. Like Masvidal versus Masvidal. Thompson. I didn't know Thompson was even still fighting. Dude, Masvidal, Masvidal keeps same thing. Another guy that it, it doesn't seem like he like I can't figure out what his skill is, <laughs> other than kicking people's asses. Like I don't know what. He's, he's, yeah, he's actually he's really good, but he's kind of like a super hit and miss guy too. Sometimes where he was for a little bit, he was. And then finally, Corey Anderson versus Patrick Cummings. Yeah, I'm gonna say Patrick Cummings <laughs> just because of that glorious mustache he rocks. Uh, Corey's pretty good, but I think Cummings. And then finally, Mickey Gall taking on Randy Brown. Uh, Randy Brown is the guy. Oh, like Mickey Gall is the guy like that beat fight in Ireland. What's his name? Mickey Gall. Oh, Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall beat Says Northcutt. No, no, it was uh, what's his name? Uh, the wrestler. Oh no, he beat CM Punk. Yeah, CM and Says Northcutt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he beat Northcutt too. Yeah, I know he fought Sage. And Randy Brown. Oh yeah, that's right, he did. Randy Brown. He he lost to Bilal Muhammad. Uh, Randy Brown's the guy from Looking for Fight, big, tall, black dude. Super athletic. Bilal? Yeah. He's uh, tough. No, no, no. Oh, Brown. Brown, yeah. Yeah. So, but I think Gall beats him. I think so, too. I think his ground game is better. Pettis versus Poirier, UFC Fight Night 120, <laughs> November 11th. My, 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 heart, my heart tells me Pettis because Pettis is still, when he's on, is my, I think the, my, he's my favorite fighter to watch. But, man, he hasn't been looking good, and Poirier has. That's going to be – that's a tough one to yeah. call. Poirier is a tough dude, man. He is. I kind of want to fight him. I think he'd be a fun fight, too. Is he at 55s now? Yeah, he is. And Poirier follows me on Twitter, so I came to my show. I'm picking Poirier. I like to see you fight uh, you know, uh, the other who, – who I thought was going to be champion at 45, and I don't know what happened to him. Now he's at 55, and he's at, is Eric Koch. That kid's good. That'd be a good fight. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was actually looking at him, too. That'd be a good fight. Eric Koch's good, though, man. But but you can – you know, he's – He's I totally watched his, who did he fight last? I was watching his last um, fight. Shit, did he just lose? Did he lose too? Yeah, yeah, he lost. lost. Was it Poirier? No. Matt Brown versus Diego Sanchez. Who are we picking? Probably Brown. Brown. This is that one seven? This is his last fight. fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he fought. It's funny because Sanchez is listed at one forty-five, and now he's fighting at one seventy because his last fight was at forty-five. Wow. Who's was? Diego's. Oh yeah, it was, huh? <laughs> now he's going up to 170 to fight Matt Brown. He's all over the place. Uh, John yeah, Dodson versus Marlon Moraes. He did. I he came stopped. back from the I dead. I want him to stop fighting. Yeah, sure. I want both of them to stop fighting. Uh, <laughs> Dodson versus Mar- Marlon Moraes. Oh, that's a shit. I don't even know about these fights. I didn't know about that fight. <clears throat> Dodson. I got Dodson all day long. That's my man. I know. He's my guy, too. Yeah, I, I, think, the, the gonna, I think the speed's going to mess with Moraes because Moraes is not going to be able to leg kick him all day. Angela Hill versus Nina and Saroff. Angela. Angela's my girl. Uh, but Nina's good though. Nina's tough. That's 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 what's Nina's girlfriend too. No, I just don't like her because Claudia. I don't like her because she said she was going to be champion 
You call a champion? She's like three fights. Nate, <laughs> Nate Marquardt, Rosita Ferreira. What? Nate Marquardt's still fighting? Yeah, yeah against Marquardt. Marquardt actually looked pretty good. Yeah, he did look good. In wow. this. He's been looking pretty yeah. good. Court McGee versus Sean Strickland. Court McGee still fighting? Yes. <laughs> I love Court McGee. I will always love. Him. Yeah, I like Court McGee. Court McGee. He's Court the Conor McGregor of, of Utah. <laughs> uh, uh, the Mormons. Clay Guida versus Joe Lozon. Lowe's on. I don't I, like Guida. Why? Boy, he's a Guida. fucking douche. I met him one time. He's, he's, he's a, a like cool guy. He's the nicest guy. He I, I did, not to me. He was douche. You got to go, Clay. Clay's a boy. Uh, he has been looking pretty good though. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a, he's actually a really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's a weird. He's actually a really nice guy. Yeah, I met him. He was such a fucking dick. Like total standoffish to me. I think though, like if you was fanboying him a little bit because it was like I think just ask a hundred thousand people, even if you are the nicest person in the world, you're gonna find one guy who's like that's true. Me, if I'm one guy, I hate you. I find one person that like actually likes me. So, says Northcutt versus Michael Quinones. He will. I don't know who Michael Kionis is, but I'm picking him. I'm gonna go Kionis. Kionis is a pussy too. He, I try to call him out too. He wouldn't fight me at Anaheim. Uh, Duh. I'm pretty sure the UFC wouldn't give him to me either. You would destroy his money maker. Yeah, they're gonna protect that kid for me. And UFC Fight Night 121, we got Mark Hunt versus Marcin Tybora. Oh, Hunt. I thought Hunt. I didn't. Team Hunt. Didn't Hunt just come out talking about how he had he was having slurring problems and um he's another guy. And then Beck Rawlings versus Joanna Calderwood. Joe I want Beck though. I like Beck. I like Beck. Wait, Beck, Beck Rawlings is fighting her? Yeah. Oh shit, man. I gotta go for Beck. That girl, I do them both. Girls on. <laughs> I love she didn't look good her last fight though. Well, she missed weight. Uh, yeah. Oh. I even thought she won though. Is that a twenty five? Yeah, one uh, one fifteen. That should, she should fight. Oh, twenty five. That's a one fifteen. Calderwood needs to go to twenty five. Yeah. Daniel Daniel Kelly. Uh, Isn't that big for the ninety year old judoka is fighting Elias Theodoro. Daniel Kelly versus Elias. Dude, um, that, Dan, Dan, is it Daniel Kelly? Too the guy that looks like he's eighty years old. Yeah, he is. That's because look, he is eighty years old. Where's the knee wraps? Yeah, he fucking. <laughs> and, and, and every single time I, I tripped on the first one, I saw that fucker fight, dude. Guy, like you go on the basketball court, and he takes like fifteen minutes to put on all his gears. Like I'm right, ready, he, but then he just drains three. He's a badass. He looks like he should be starting. Like, come on, you fucking nerds! Like, all right, come back. He's like, gonna give me a game off, bro. He looks like he should be starring in a snatch two or something. Is like the like he's gorgeous George's uncle or something. <laughs> and then Anderson Silva versus Gastelum. Gastelum, another guy. Gastelum, another guy that beats everyone he shouldn't beat. But, uh, but I'm, I, got, I can never go against Anderson Silva. And then finally, UFC 218, Courtney Casey versus Felice Herrig. Uh, Oof. It's a good fight. Casey's, Casey's tough. Courtney Casey hits hard for a girl. Uh, I think Felice is going to overwhelm her. Yeah, it, it just if, if she can't if she can't knock Felice out early, then Felice is gonna s- just wear on her and smash her. Yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen. And UFC on Fox, we got Misha Serkinov. He's the guy that just I knocks. Like, what? What? I was like, she's back. No, that guy just knocks everyone out with one punch. The guy who knocked out uh, uh, the guy with one punch from uh, the guy from England, the black guy from England. No, that who was, was um, like. That was a guy we were just talking was about. Was he a boxer? Was no, no, boxer? that was uh, the, that was the other guy. That was uh, that was with um, the V. Oh, Volcan. oh, Volcan. oh, okay. Misha's yeah, fighting. Yeah, oh, that's what I was thinking of. Misha's it's fighting. Like all slow. <laughs> it looks like a fucking like, freight train like, coming out. It's like two, two times in a row. He's like, oh. he's like, good night. Yeah, <laughs> so Misha's fighting Glover Teixeira uh, in Canada. Glover, another guy. Like I, I see, I feel like maybe he hasn't been resting enough or something because it's like. 
His last couple fights, he's just been touched and like. Yeah. He got my know, hopes up been for touched a while. By when big he was on the terror, I was like, yeah, Glover. Like, cause I was like a big fan of him for a yeah, while. Yeah, me too. It was and tough then he, for him, though. He had to go through like fucking murderer's road to get that. And then after he yeah. lost to John Jones, he had to fuck. There's like no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Build up fights. Like, yeah. okay, now, well, now you got to fucking fight Anthony Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> That's a fucking scary motherfucker <laughs> fight, too, dude. So, what do, what do you got coming up? Well, sad he retired. Um, besides my fight? Just that. Yeah. <laughs> Just that. Just he might have meant that one for me. We yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so how can people get tickets to your fight? Um, shit. Ticketmaster, UFC.com. Um, it's in Vegas, so I'm it's I'm so close. used to saying from, oh, you can get tickets from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to sell 300 of them to get paid. <laughs> That's one thing that I, like, do not miss. Do you yeah, know? right. Not sure. miss that. Having to fucking sell tickets just to make that. more than, like, 500 bucks. Yeah. And Vince, what do you got coming up? Nothing. I'm waiting. I'm honestly waiting. Just like I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been talking shit on Twitter, trying to call out some people I want to fight. Call them up right now. Um, well, first of all, Al, fight me, you fucking pussy. Okay. And Jim, or if you have someone else you want to fight, whatever, fight him, then I'll fight you later. I kind of want to fight Joe Lazon. I'll fight Eric Coach. Um, I honestly want to fight like a top twenty guy. Like I want to fight someone who's worth fighting. What about, what about Kiesa? I fight Kiesa, but he just came off a loss. So, like the way the UFC works is they'll only give you a guy that has the same. Yeah, but he's ranked really a lot mean. higher than you. That'd be a good fight for you. He is, but I mean, he's also my friend too. And I mean, I don't like to beat my friends unless it's for something worthwhile. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I want to fight Dustin Poirier. Like, there's a lot of dudes I want to fight on that on that the top of the list. But anyone who wants to fight me, dude, come on, motherfuckers. Yes, Vince Shit. the the, uh, the electrician Pichelle. I like it. Electrician. <laughs> Yeah, start wearing big nice. sunglasses and fucking fur. His hands are electric, right? Show up with like a slogan ready for me. Show up with like a tool belt and like a you know like a Larry the Cable. Bring all my tools and shit. Okay. <laughs> I'd be funny like if all of a sudden in the middle of your fight the lights go out and then it come back on the guy's knocked out somehow like in the WWE like <laughs> the electrician strikes again. Like, <laughs> Put my tool belt down. <laughs> so uh, nice. all right, so I live in LA. I want to go into the gym. Where should I go? My gym is Fight Science MMA, <laughs> and it's in uh yeah, it's uh it's on it's between La Brea and Crenshaw in Washington. But FightScienceMMA.com, we're brand we're brand new, but um, the fight team has followed me for the last you know it's accumulated over the last fifteen years. So the fight team is still there. Um, then you know all of our re- the rest of our classes we're we're building. We literally started from ground zero and built the place in twenty days. So so yeah, I mean come out, try free class, come do. We're also rates are low right now because we're trying to get this place started. But it, it's dope. It's really nice, really clean gym. Um, and you know we've got a lot of the fighters t- going to be teaching classes, and I, I teach a lot of classes. It's it's um it's a cool place. So fightsciencemma.com. Hey, can I let me? I want to throw this out there. I have been fighting with the fucking Netflix. Well, I haven't been fighting with the Netflix people. So I have my my comedy special that's been done since January. That I thought I had a deal. I had a verbal deal with the guy. The guy's no longer. By the time we get finished, the guy's no longer at Netflix. The guy that I had talked to. So it's a whole new group of people that are in a whole different. Was it Bjorn Rebney? What's that? No, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> no, no, the, the guy was really cool. He bought Dwayne Perkins that I directed. His name was Devin, and he goes, "Oh yeah, if you." He goes, "I love what you did with that." He goes, "If you shoot," another, he liked my first special. He goes, "If you shoot, if you shoot another one," he goes, "Yeah, we'll we'll totally be on that." So we do that. I finish it. I call the guy up and I go, "Hey, so uh, we're done with it." He goes, "Oh, I don't I don't do comedy anymore. You got to call these new guys." Well, the new people are fine people, but they're they're comedy insiders from Comedy Central and, yeah. from, and from the Montreal Comedy Festival, not people that I'm in their clique. So it's, I got to start. I can't just call them up. So I have my agent sending this stuff. So it's been nine months. 
and I have not got an answer in nine months as to whether and whether my special is going to go anywhere. And there's no other place to go anymore. You it's, it's, it's what about Amazon or Hulu? Or? I, I can do those, but it's all VOD. It's I, yeah, I got to hustle to make to get each person to give me two dollars to rent it. You know, it's not the right. same as like they give you they give you a chunk of money and they own it for for two years, or whatever. And anyway, Netflix is, brings millions of new fans. The other ones are all fans that yeah, would already be yeah, friends yeah. of mine. But anyway, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to get. I've already had two thousand people do this and and personally email me. So I'm telling everyone there's on if you go help.netflix.com, there's a little on the right hand side. It's suggest the title, and click on that. Suggest whatever you want, but I'll suggest Ian Harris Extraordinary or Extraordinary. Just just type in Ian Harris Extraordinary. Send. So like I said, I've already had over two thousand people suggest it. I'm sure that's probably more than they've ever. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure I don't. They may go well when we get a hundred thousand. We'll be. I don't know what what's a signi- I don't know <laughs> yeah, what a significant yeah. number is. But in two weeks, they've gotten over two thousand requests for this thing. So I'm well, like, I'm going to keep going until they get ten thousand. I would tell you to pray to God, but you know how that goes. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's what got me in this position in the first. Well, place. listen, actually, and I will vouch. Ian Harris is one of the best comedians in the country right now. So you are guaranteed to laugh. And and there's no reason this dude should not have a Netflix special. He's been doing it for a long time, and it, and it shows because he's super hilarious. So do what he Thank says. You. Uh, Springfield, Missouri. I will be there next week. Uh, in Springfield, Missouri, I will be at, uh, uh, yes, I will be at the Blue Room Comedy Club in Springfield, Missouri, uh, next Friday and Saturday. Come get your tickets. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. And, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Terion. Thank you, Vince. Thank, thank you, you Ian. Yeah. Uh, have a great weekend. Take care. Bye. <laughs>